Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash radio, and you can get access to over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Let me close this Google search. <laughs> gotta, gotta close. I, 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 I almost abs- abs- accidentally typed Wolf Dong instead of Wolf Fang. I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where my I don't know where my mind is today. That's off, awfully Freudian of you. Thank oh. you. Right? Yeah, I think so. It's a slip. One of those slips. I'll give you I, a slip. Am I sounding um, okay? By the way, because I sound I'm a little sure light in my mic when I did the test recording. I sound great. Okay, good. I just want to make sure. Okay. I think yeah, uh, so... I think we're all on the same page audio wise. Oh yeah, absolutely. What you guys what do you guys do for uh your holiday break vacation by the by? Uh honestly, like it's what just is... now slowing down for me. I have been recovery mode ever since December 26th. It's been uh, I was going to say like nuts. what what is this vacation you speak of? Mine lasted like 2 days. Yeah. It was basically a weekend in the middle of the week. I had, those I are nice. Those are nice, though. I, I get a lot yeah, more done true. during the week. Yeah. yeah. What did you do, George? I had bronchitis. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just can't. I just got over something for like three days. It knocked me on my ass. That sounds like all kinds of goodness. Ugh. Yeah, I started. Yeah, I started a new diet again, but this time I'm doing really good. I'm committed good. to it. Good. Good to hear. Yeah, it's a pescatarian diet. Uh, had no idea this existed. Totally spoke to uh, sound. It sounds like a, it sounds like a religion. I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. Yeah, it, <laughs> I, I, I thought you said Presbyterian at first. <laughs> uh, no, Presbyterian. It, it it is so aloof and obtuse. It might as well be. And what's funny is it's. I mean, it's really not all that demanding. But you'd be surprised. It's pretty much it's it's vegetarian, except you can't have. Uh, all right, so it's vegetarian, and you can have fish. Just, like mm-hmm. fish, anything, mm. like fucking fish dicks, fish sticks, fish eggs, fi- fi- fish, fish, but you can't have <laughs> eggs. fish genitalia. So like I can have cheese and I can have butter and I can have stuff. So I'm not like I'm not like operating under like hardcore vegan. into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. But this is thing. It's weird because, uh, uh, again, like normally vegetarians like they condone eggs like egg eggs are in like their own little weird food group we still don't even know if like eggs are healthy for us yet like it's fucking 2014 at this point we're discovering new renewable so- sources of energy uh we've been in space we've done a lot of stupid yet highly remarkable shit and yet I can't find a single fucking doctor to be on the on, on like the straight and narrow and tell me, oh yeah, eggs are great. No, no, what are, 
are you are you <laughs> kidding me? You mm-hmm. are eating you are eating an oval of disaster. It is it is, it is an ovum of trouble for you, sir. I highly. I don't know. I've I don't know. always I've always heard that they're good for protein. You get vitamin A out of them and stuff, right? Well, yeah. I see. That's the fish part. See, that's why. Like, mm. I never. Yeah. Did. I, it's seen that's where I fucked up going vegan when I tried doing that last year. But so far, like I was only yeah. able to hang for like a week. Like if that was like some sort of requirement for a frat, I would have been that lonely kid because I would I would not, <laughs> I'd have gotten my dick punched and I would have eaten shitty food for a week. I, I still don't know how Sarah and Aaron do it. But I'm right in the pledge. Yeah. Like, no joke, like, my culo was just straight hanging out like a fucking tube sock at Six Flags by the time I was done even remotely digesting any attempt that seven days fucking put forward for uh, compost, because that's what fucking vegans eat, is just compost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and it's they're, weird. They're Dude. human compost bins, you're right. They're really, yeah, it's, like, I don't, I just, I don't understand, like, I like, if I wanted to that's eat, gross. like, a, if I wanted to eat like an ant from J.R. Tolkien's fucking fiction, <laughs> um, then I, I I I tell you that like you know, 2014 might might go ahead and afford that. What do we call 2014? By the way, like I want to call uh, it something. So it, this is our first episode of 2014. It's truth. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> what, what, what... All right. No, wait. Just the fact that you're like truth. Like I almost want to put hashtag in front of it. Hashtag truth. Hashtag truth. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm doing this year. I'm bringing the truth. Um, what do we call last year? We called it the... Uh, no, wait. It was 20 dozen for 2012. 20, 20 baker's dozen, maybe, for 2013. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, so no. It's 20 dirt. It's 20 dirt for 2013. 20 dirt. dirty dirt, as in Paul Wall. Oh, well, maybe. That didn't um, last long. I, we, we should call it the deck. What are we going to call it? The, tw- the 20 deck quattro. But then I just sound like something you fucking get at Del Taco. So I don't know. Well, there you go. See, that's not bad. It's, it, it's perfect. The De Quattro. The Quattro. It sounds like an Italian. <laughs> sounds like an Italian sports car. The Del Quattro. Or the Del Quattro. Quattro. You know what? Now, if we just say the Del Quattro, I'm down with that. Hey, so talk about all them stuff coming later down this Del Quattro. Ooh, I'm liking. Mmm, I'm tasting that. It's like coming off my lips. Got the flavor, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's a, that's a fucking sirloin right there. I like that. Mm. Oh, See, dude, Sarah. Jesus. Don't, don't, don't start talking about right. meat. You're going to fall off your diet. Oh. No, it's true. It's, it's, and then, I, then I'll have to come up with all kinds of terrible meat puns. Yeah. Yeah. I'm maybe sure let's start. They'll, be, they'll be well done. Um, oh, <laughs> man. Real rib ticklers. Uh, you know, real meaty and substance. Hold on. I got another one coming. Yon. Nope. I need to end this call. Hold on. Let me go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, speaking of things it's getting real steamy. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm. Mm. Wait, hold on. Hey, everybody, wait, stand back. I just threw you into the turnbuckle. Are you ready? Woo! I just threw you into the turnbuckle, and that's what we like to call an Irish whip. So, uh, yeah, I'm so pissed at you guys. And by you guys, I mean you Californians. You got, you got Ric Flair in trouble. I, no, we didn't get Ric Flair in the yeah, shit. Huh, First yeah, off, because huh, he, he went and he did a pep talk for the 49ers, and then two days later they're like, "Oh, he's got a warrant out for his arrest." Well, that okay. 
First Holy off, shit. Ric Flair Holy has shit. Ric Flair has been in that territory plenty times before the 49ers well, even got involved. Well, Second, I mean, yeah, I mean, whatever I blame got. the Panthers and their fans, which the first thing that came to mind is like, wait a minute, the North Carolina Panthers have fans. And then secondly, <laughs> I was just like, oh, I mean, of course, the, the first thing that they fucking jump to is a lynching. Uh, anybody who's in North Carolina right now, this is all satire. Get over it. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> I, wait, so why did he get arrested again? What was the warrant for? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure it's probably for something that he probably had coming. Absolutely I mean, legitimate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm positive of it. But still, it's just it's he, he's a legend. Absolutely. He, 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 he has two Hall of Fame rings, you which got... is what I found out when I watched Draw last week. Yeah, absolutely. Man. And, you know, what's great, too, is uh, and oh, man, I'll get on. I'm, I'm going to get you uh, in on something later. But let's. Steamy, steam, steam, that, valve. That was really creepy. Don't do yeah. that again. <laughs> <laughs> you got really low on the mic, and you're like, I'm going to put something in you. Like, don't, please. I'm going to put something in you. Mm, See, you yeah, me. yeah, Sarah, you're doing it even worse. <laughs> please. You guys are creeping me out. Sound like my dad. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll take you into this hey, cave here and so, give hold you what on. for. So, I don't remember what number the episode is, but this is episode. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> episode, episode Gabe Box, Gabe Cube. Uh, it's yeah, episode eighty something. It yes. So Gabe we're Cube. yeah, GameCube though. Those are gonna start calling them. They should start calling them that. I that's that's currently the coin term that we got. But, I like it. Um, yeah, we got we got GameCube going on. But let's go ahead. And let's roll. Let's roll that theme music. My cat's part of the theme song now. I didn't even hear your cat. I, is, I is, 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 he, is he loud like my asshole cat? Uh, yeah, my cat's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, cat my cat. Bastard. I think my cat at this point is like gone into the senility of old age. You know, kind of like when old people reach that point where they're so fucking old that like shoplifting no longer scares them. Oh, yeah, the they give no fucks. Like, what, what are you going to do? Kill me? I'm yeah, what are you going to do? Throw me in jail for like the last four years? Fuck it. Like, right. there's pillows in there. Somebody will rape me or suffocate me. Whoa, wait. I took that way too far. You did, wow. Mm. You got some yeah, kind of vendetta against old people, apparently. We didn't know about that. I No, I am not an ageist, but I don't like old people. It's episode 82. This is episode is it? 80. Yeah, it's fuck, 82. Fuck old people. <laughs> this is episode of, we, 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 finally, we finally take a stand on old That's, people. Uh, today's theme. Yep. Just fuck them. They won't own a Steam box. No, nope. I think there's porn in relation to that but kind of thing. But you think if they did get themselves involved, it, I, you think their their understanding of the steam box would be like this room that would just like air out their pores and smooth out their fucking salty, jerky like reason yeah. skin. Basically, just like a sauna. Yeah, yeah it's a sauna, oh, but it's, like, sauna, it's a sauna, or like if they want to go portable with it, it's a kettle. <laughs> 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 That's portable steam gaming right there. Oh man. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, so your host with you this fine evening. We got we got Andrew on the mic. Old people, boo. 
We got. <laughs> uh, did you even so bad believe that. yourself yeah. for a second? I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm forcing it, man. I, I don't think I really mind old people. I think they're kind of cute when they're really senile. Oh, see, I don't really, li- but I don't like, I, I don't know. I'm that guy that's just like, I love kids. I don't mind, like, you know what I mean? I don't mind. I, I'm like fucking hanging with Mr. Cooper when it comes mm-hmm. to kids. But then when it fucking comes to old people, I'm just like, like Carl, Carl Winslow. I just, I don't need that shit. Like all old people are like Urkel. Like I put up with them. Like they're just this thing <laughs> that I have like no control. Because like, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but lately, I don't know, speaking of arbitrary sitcom comparison and contrast, I've been kind of, uh, really endorsing the, the bachelordom of composite fan, a full house uncle. So like, I'm, I'm going with the whole, uh, Jesse Gladstone. Like I'm trying to soak in that like suave debonair, uh, asshole charm of Jesse Chrysopolis. And then at the same time, be completely open with my forever man-child, cartoon-obsessive, nerd shit, Joey Gladstone. So uh, it, as a whole, if you if you were to stitch me right down the middle with really shitty, goofy novelty sweater and then bitching leather jacket chaps with some tight jeans on the left and then some really, really shitty uh, fucking corduroy khakis to the right, I'm on that composite Jesse Gladstone. But Going full Final Fantasy X there. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking if I if we can only get David Coulier to somehow like <laughs> fucking pitch some advice because he might he might come on the show. I don't think he's really doing anything right now. Yeah, I know. See, he's no John Stamos, so I mean, we got to no. pick for who we could settle for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not trying to swing for the fences here. We're we're trying to you know just get something <laughs> that'll stick. Oh man, and and uh, what we, we got DJing? We've got Sarah. We got Sarah. On the table, we got him on the mix. Live on the ter- on the table here, yeah, mm-hmm. right, right on the mixer. Got FX in the house. Ooh, and yeah, man. go. <laughs> I see, you got that. And then yeah. you got the guy who just snuck up on stage. That would be me. And I don't know that how much guy. longer I can stay. They're gonna throw him. They're gonna throw him out of this concert for doing inappropriate things. He's that guy. Uh, I'm not Paul Rubin, but well, I am not that, that guy. guy but you're you're that pretty close. Guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about getting close on the mic. Oh, hey, man. Uh, just, hey, uh, FYI, you're, you're uh, not too far off. Just like, <laughs> that, that words hurt, Andrew. I don't care what your second grade teacher told you. Words hurt, motherfucker. Anyway. Second grade uh, teacher told me that I was chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Act oh, over no. my desk. Made what me clean fresh it up. hell have we reopened? I know. You guys are making me relive these things. Uh, My monsters. second grade teacher was a fucking dick. He threw me across the classroom once. Dick? What? <laughs> what fucking colonial yes. times school did you attend? A military one. Uh-huh. Oh, no. Okay, but it wasn't actually a military school. It was on the military base. It was still a civilian school, but that guy was a fucking cock. Can I ask something without sounding like an insensitive prick? Yeah. I had no idea that Canada had its own military. I thought what? I thought we like shared with you guys. Really? I know you guys have Mounties, uh, but uh, we we do. Okay, well, kind of. We share our bases with your military for training purposes. There are two really big ones in specific that we get a lot of Americans at. But you guys actually have like a Canadian army. Like that's a. Th- oh yeah, yeah. We we have some of the best trained uh, soldiers and pilots in the world. I wouldn't doubt. I'd. 
I wouldn't doubt your capabilities of doing so. I just figured you guys are smarter than us. I don't. I don't. <laughs> you don't yeah, you don't really have to have a reason to every, use them all the time. Every, like every now do. and again, we uh, we send up a fighter to escort a Russian bomber away, but that's about it. Wow, man! The more you know, somebody throw that fucking throw that shooting star. Oh man, you know what I can't <laughs> that rainbow. Mm. Mm. So you know what's really wow. like hot on YouTube for me right now? Sonic the Hedgehog one with the Price is Right music. Oh, dude, it's so, <laughs> it's so good. I gotta throw that I'm in interested. the show notes. I'm interested. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much they replaced the entire soundtrack of Sonic the Hedgehog 1 with all the fucking tracks that they played during The Price is Right. Like the theme is at the title screen. And then, you know, those sweet like, all right, Bob, show them what they can win. Like, and you get that sweet like lounge music. They apply it oh, with yeah. like Sonic. Dude, and, it, and it's so That's organic. Awesome. It's creepy. <laughs> I like, I keep watching the video being like, man, I kind of want somebody to repro this. Like, I would, no. <laughs> I would fucking buy Sonic Hedgehog <laughs> with a fucking Price is Right music on something. I'm like, I don't think Dude, the Genesis uh, can do this, but if I bought are this. We talking, like, are we talking like 70s Price is Right or modern Price is Right? We're, we're talking about like Bob Barker. Like, oh, nice. Oh, like, yeah, so that's Barker so ass fucking creep, Price is Right. Creepy ass Drew so, Carey with this huge the head. Real, like, the real Price is Right. That's correct. Yeah, but if like if we get that repro on like a Dreamcast, because it's got that red oh, book man. audio. No, dude, oh, man, that, that, that Sonic the Hedgehog 1. It, that's so all it is. It's just Sonic that's the that's Hedgehog that's 1 with Price is Right music. <laughs> I would love that to be a thing. For Sega CD, though. I don't Let's know if Sega CD would have the storage for that shit, man. I think it would. I think it would. Because you can do Red Book Audio on uh, on Sega CD. Sonic CD was. Yeah, but then I'd want people to play it. So, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. you got me there. Yeah, yeah, people have to own it first and foremost. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Let's let's dude. You know what? There's been plenty of holy shit, you guys. I, I don't know about like free time. Per se, but fuck, I've been playing so many fucking video games. I and I don't want to go first because I'm gonna talk. I don't know. I might go in the middle, but you know who we never make go first? Well, first, yeah. So we're gonna talk about uh, Steam Box. That's our topic. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna dive into some what's in your console first, and we're gonna get some select feedback in too. So yeah, let's let's get what's in your console first. Sorry, sorry for the slap dash of housekeeping there. Uh, yeah. It's been a while since we've done this. It's cool. We'll pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So, what's in your console, sir? That train. Man. Fuck you. Man, oh, dude. That's like that train's a- being a dick right now. Hear that? Yeah, I do. That fucker oh, ain't stopping. Came out of nowhere. I thought he was done. You know, so hey, I train. thought something. Hey, train. Train. Hey, train. Fuck you. Yeah, hey. Sarah's trying to talk here. Inconsiderate train. Hey. All right. Uh, transit. Railroad transit. What's oh. your beef? Why you got beef in fucking Ohio? I don't it's get a real it. cut above, apparently. 
I know, but that yeah. seriously, he that conductor's got some shit, man. I, okay, can we hold on? Can we play devil's advocate real quick? And can we and can we just like kind of give the guy a break and think how shitty the life of a train conductor must be in 2014 and the and Del Quattro? <laughs> like in the Del Quattro, like what kind of what kind of hardship do you see as a train conductor? Oh, I'm sure you hit a lot of. <laughs> Hold I'm on. sure. You, I'm sure. Been you like a couple some. of. Haven't there been like a couple of really bad derailments lately? Hasn't hasn't that been a in, thing in the California area? But hmm. I'm I see in Canada too. They like blew up a car out in like some place in New Brunswick. Wow, happening all over the damn place. That I don't doesn't even sound like a derailment. That sounds like some Point Break shit. No, no, it derailed, but there was like harmful shit on board, so the RCMP came along and blew the fuck out of it. Ooh, yeah. Hmm. Maybe that'll happen here. That'd be nice. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no. Well, wow, dude, Sorry. it's like every day, every I have episode, a weird, every time just, I threaten somebody. Yeah, I don't know what's just going say on. Some really dark shit. That, God, God, Ohio damn. makes what's, you aggressive. Uh, that well, yeah, amongst other things, fats. Right, we're one gonna of call them. it. We're calling it <laughs> Ohio syndrome. Oh man! Are wait? Hold on. Are we are we going for the fucking Twinkie defense here? Is that is that what it sounds like? I'm I'm an asshole because I've got some pounds. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Maybe maybe I'll take that stance. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds all right. Not me uh, being psycho. Just I'm fat, so I'm pissed. Dude, don't if you keep saying it, there's, somebody's there's gonna make it here, a thing. And I'm not oh, sure yeah. what it is, but I'll come up with a, fun, a fancy pun for that. Cool. Well, in the meantime, you should, tell, you should tell me what you've played because. I think George is going to eventually say that we never asked you to say anything. For <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Uh, is that my, am I correct? Yeah, no, absolutely. You would need to uh, go ahead and, if you can please, please tell us what's in your console. Please, go ahead. What is in my console? Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Famicom. Well, I've been doing reviews on the Famicom lately for Bullet Heaven. Mm-hmm. So uh, three of them have been knocked out. We done... Uh, B Wings, which was pretty good, and Macross, which was not as good, and Super Zevius, which was also not quite as good, but still fairly good. Um, Super Zevius, it's like you know vanilla Zevius, like you you have your same control setup and junk, but there are limited power ups, and every stage has something, some sort of a condition that you have to meet in order to progress to the next part. Otherwise, the stage kind of loops over. So that's kind of nice because it breaks up the monotony of just going through 16 always looping stages until you eventually die with whatever score you end up getting. So that was pretty cool. Hmm. Um, I have also, I got a bunch of imports for Xmas. Um, for PC Engine, I got a few. Like I got the uh, the fourth East game, which was called The Dawn of East on PC Engine. And... Uh, I didn't really play much of it, but um, it did allow me to out. confirm. What's that? I think you lucked out, too. Oh, wait, the PC Engine one? No, no, no. All yeah, right, that's no. a good P- one. That's PC good Engine one. one is the awesome one, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the one. Well, it's uh, the one that just came out on Vita sort of replaces that one, right? So um, that is, uh, that's also something I've been playing. I've been playing the uh, yep. the East um, Memories of Celsetta on I, on PlayStation Vita, and it's pretty I, good. I hear it's good. And I hear the combat's greatly improved. Very much so. Yeah, it's it's very very uh, it's streamlined and very responsive. Hmm. 
mm. which is very nice. I, I, with E7, for example, on the on the original PlayStation Portable, it, it was a little clunky, and uh, it wasn't especially clear as to what creatures were better suited against or what weapons were better suited against what creatures in terms of what you know the characters use, right? Because I think one used magic, one I think Dogi just uses fists, and Adol had the sword, and you know it was kind of like a rock paper scissors sort of setup. But uh, but yeah, so far from what I've played, I mean, East Memories of Celseta is you know it's worthy of the uh, the East uh, legacy and uh, and the reputation that it's sort of gotten over the decades. So you know, score one for Falcom again. Nice. Uh, I know I've been playing other things. I started up Pokemon Y. Finally. And um, I don't know. It, it just hasn't grabbed me, which is not surprising. Uh, every now and again, one really grabs me. And then the rest of them after that, sort of not so much because I've sort of binged on X or no, not X. Um, I played uh, white pretty much nonstop all the way through. And I really enjoyed it. And I don't know. It's that sort of samey feel yet again. Well, yeah, it's, uh, but I mean, black and white are terrible. That, like, I think no, that's I, like the generation I, really, I can tell everybody to skip. I really liked black and white, though. That's the problem. So everything else just kind of feels like, yeah, it's another Pokemon game. That's fantastic. So I don't know. I'll probably put a little more time into it, see where it goes. And I mean, it's not that the game is bad. It's just that, you know, I can't really stomach too much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Well, I know. So. I- in your opinion, then, do you see, like, at any point that there should be a, a Pokemon MMO? Do you think that that's the only way to get rid of some of this fatigue? Uh, no, that would suck. You really think, think I, that would suck? I, I don't know that a Pokemon MMO would be something that would be particularly interesting. I mean, I can see the elements of it sort of within X and Y, especially with the, uh, the uh, Wonder Trade system. Because there's always people online and they're always cycling through the bottom row of uh, of that little thing on the bottom screen that pops up for your character. And I'm just kind of like, huh, well, whatever, I guess. I have to I, admit I, that the Wonder Trade is getting, it's getting, it's definitely getting more unique in how people are trolling other people. Like, you know what I got the last <laughs> time I got a Wonder Trade? And then, what's like, that? what's funny is, like, I think everybody's been hit with this lately. But I got a fucking whale lord, which was cool. I really enjoyed that Pokemon. And then you know what it said? Uh, you know what the Pokemon was named? What? Your mom. So just like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, good on you. You know what? That was totally worth the uh, Bulbasaur, the burn. But see, I, like, that's cool. Like getting, like, a, get fucking yeah. getting a Pidgey for like the eighth time in a row. Yeah, okay, we like, get it. You're an asshole, or you're a shit ass. I traded some level two bug Pokemon and I ended up getting that weird sword one at level 12, but the bug was named bugger, which I had to be a little creative uh, for because bugger typically isn't allowed. I had to put B U G dash E R. So <laughs> it worked just in a roundabout uh, sort of way. So can you imagine? Oh yeah. I'm going to do wonder trade. Here's your level 12 thingy. Oh, wait a minute. Fuck. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. See the God damn it. This is why like, why does Nintendo go big with this shit? Because I can't use boy. So Nintendo is like the only weird fucking ID that I have on the internet in everything where it's like Geo BX. Because I can't fucking use <laughs> boy. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw Nintendo's the only company that has like every 
every slur and every kind of like bad thing you could say, like just fucking mapped out already. Almost. You can be really creative with it and it still comes but through. No, but not maybe clear. not. So hold on. So you can't say bugger. It won't let you say bugger, right? It won't let you, let name... you say bugger. But if you replace the second G with a dash, it works. But but you can say balls. B-A-L-L-Z. <laughs> you can say yeah. it like a fucking juggalo. And a Nintendo, apparently Nintendo's mm. like got a penchant for, for the clowns, man. They're down the clown. I, know. I, I was going to say, I wonder if juggalo is like one you're allowed to put in. I don't know. Like, do you, do you want to switch your name to like, Georgie, Georgie, Georgie Juggalo? <laughs> Mur- fucking Murder Boy Hatchet. Murder. That sounds like a lot of things they'd probably take down. I think all of them. I think every part of that they would. <laughs> no, not if I spell. If I if I use like illiteracy, like the Juggalo culture is famous for, I could probably yeah. like throw an A where it doesn't belong in murder, in like a fucking I don't know, like a K and Hatchet. And then maybe make it sound like make it read like hack it or something. I don't fucking mm. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm. we'll try yeah. it someday. I, I mean, I, I won't try it, but yeah, Someone I will. I would only assume that the suggestion would go that you would try it. I, I was thinking about it. I was going to change my network ID to Fago Welfare and see if it would stick. Yeah, but when when all ends all is fellows, we, we, we can always just get James to do it. I think he already has. Oh, um, oh, hey, I might let the cat out of the bag, y'all. He got a Wii U. Yeah, fuck him. I wish I know. He was I, here he's he's not here. But when it, when he comes on next time, act like I didn't say anything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just listen to the show. It's great. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. be like, hey man, so what do you think about Pikmin three? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. But it, well, but well, what do you mean? You think about Pikmin three? Wait, uh, hey, so. You? You enjoying that? You enjoy, you you yeah. Way to be subtle. You enjoying that Rayman Legends, man? Oh yeah, it's really good. Yeah, isn't it so much better with a touch screen? Uh uh uh. <laughs> nice. And then we beat him into submission. We like all it. go to jail. That sounds like fun, actually. I think I could enjoy that. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't gotten a chance to fuck with Pokebank yet. Is that even out yet? Have you noticed no. that there's like, yeah, that's it's, it's still delayed. Not yet. Yeah, because I, I was like, a bit. I was thinking like, where's the fanfare for that? Because I was really unsure whether or not that came out. I don't know. Um, I so have you been getting the Bravely Default? Because you two are like, I kind of want to hear you guys sell me on Bravely Default because I am. It's right. so well, lackluster. I've got it. I've got it pre-ordered. I haven't actually played the demo. Ooh, yeah, everyone keeps telling, telling me, me to, but I don't know. I, 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 I can tell you, I like me and George are probably gonna, games. me and George are probably gonna duke it out about this. But I'm, I'm telling you that a game is, it, it's fun. But I think it's fun if you, if it's what you're looking for. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And see, I don't know. I, I really, to be honest, I don't enjoy like. Okay, there. Super- now, 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 here's the thing. You like the job system in Eleven, right? I love the job system Eleven. That's, and- that, that, that is pretty much all it is. I, I'm telling you the truth. That's pretty much all it is. Like, like you may have put not put a lot of time in the demo. Once you start kind of mastering some of the jobs and start working with how they combine with each other, it's so much fun. And you have to imagine, like, the demo only has about a fourth of what jobs are going to be available in the full game. And there's, like, nine of them. So, I mean, extrapolate that. Like, you're going to be looking at, like, I'm assuming well over 30 different kinds of jobs you can master. I think what it is, is like there's just a really poor sense of direction. And then like 
I will say this. I didn't get the chance to fiddle with the jobs because the combat just felt so goddamn vanilla. Wait, well, here's the thing. The, the demo itself that you're playing is not going to be in the game whatsoever. Oh, it's, at all. It, the, the, that demo was strictly made just so people could mess around with the job system, do a few quests, take on a few bosses, just to see how the combat works. Oh, so it's like, like a... Like, yeah, I mean, there will be a story, and it'll probably be a lot better than what they've had in the demo. It, it, it's very... It is lackluster. I mean, the story... The the quests, all that stuff is super lackluster. Oh, in man, the demo, are we getting but, Brutal Legend again? I really hope we're not. No, no, I don't think they'll spin it last minute or anything, no. Um, but I, I honestly, dude, like, for me, what I was looking for was just a game, because I, I played the demo. I put about 17 hours into it playing. Well, I was sick for, like, three days straight, so I was just in bed the whole time and man, did nothing but sick. play portable gaming. Yeah, yeah, it's the time of year, man. Um, but yeah, just demo. I, I just played the demo pretty much the whole time I was sick. And it, I mean, it, it's grindy as all hell because all you're really doing is just grinding your jobs, mastering them, uh, trying to get, you know, you know, new weapons and, and things like that. But I that that's what I was wanting at the time. And I enjoyed it every little bit of it. It had the job system of 11, but the gameplay of like to me, it felt like Final Fantasy three on DS. Like it felt very similar. And I know it's the same team that did the uh, same guys. Yeah. Four Warriors of Light, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and see, and I never played Four style Warriors of Light, but I hear simple. nothing but terrible things about it. Yeah, but if you played Final Fantasy three, still the same guys. I love three. Final it, Fantasy it, it, four it really, yeah. on the DS, same guys. Yep, yep, and, and that's what really kind of called to me at first. But like, I'm yeah. really digging the job system. I think it's a lot of fun to like mess around and see what's going to work best. And just pro tip for anyone playing: uh, if you're going to play the demo, just for later on. Master Black Mage and Master Ninja first. So, what is, does everything you do in the demo carry over into the game? No, yes. no. The only thing, the only thing you do a in the demo. A lot of it does, though. Yeah, well, you'll earn up to seven play bonuses. Essentially, they're items that you'll get in the full release of the game when it comes out. I don't think you keep your levels. I don't think you keep your jobs. Um, you just get those seven play bonuses. At, at, at least, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's what I was taking from the demo. That if you unlocked all seven play bonuses, they carry over into the full game. But I think you start your progress over at zero. Because hmm. right now, my guys are like level 17. Uh, I think that'd be kind of nuts if I could. Because I think the max in the demo is 20. And you can get your characters to level 20. That seems like it'd be a pretty far, you know, advancement for someone to have going into the game. But it, it, it's cool. I don't know. Sarah, you said you haven't played the demo yet, but you're, you have it reserved. I mean, was it just because the team that made it? Uh, had made other games that you enjoyed, or what kind of like made you no, interested? Just because there's not much coming out on 3DS for one, and that's I've heard, true. Yeah, I've seen a lot of good stuff on it. It's really, it's it's probably the only game that I'm sort of buying into the hype on, which is mm. something I really don't typically do. But uh, it, it looked interesting to me from the uh, from the uh, the perspective of you know being an import, and since it's going to get a translation, I might as well support their efforts. But uh, you know, it's something to play after you know. I uh, well, I haven't played Rune Factory in a while, so I need something. Oh else. man, yeah, you need yeah. something, man. You can't let you can't go for too long. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just finish up here. Couple of things like okay, so. For Xmas, I got a copy of uh, Famicom Exurion and Famicom Formation Z, which are two really early Jellico shooters. Um, more on that later. Uh, for PC Engine, I got uh, Twin Cobra. That's the Japanese version, so it's called QK. Cobra! Yeah. 
Sorry. Not, the, not the same one. <laughs> not I know. The same but... one. <laughs> what do you but, mean, uh, Destro? Yeah. Sorry. Cobra, come also, back. <laughs> also, Burning <laughs> Angels and Image Fight on PC Engine. And that's more or less it. Oh, but I did get, I finally got the game for episode 100 of Bullet Heaven without actually saying what it is. It was really pricey. But it's on its way. Oh, right I know now. what you're talking about. Holy yeah. shit! I bet. I know. So I, I bet. I bet it's that one. It's that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah it, but... it finally happened. Like I got a pretty sweet bonus from work. So yeah, that mostly got it. And with my Xmas cash and uh, you know working all them extra hours, it was pretty easy to do. Especially since it was like ninety bucks less than I was anticipating. Dude, that was like hundreds of dollars more than I was anticipating when the fucking <laughs> Irene straight dropped that ball and she's just like, yo, check this. We got this. Y'all did what? Fucking threw me off. I, I knew it was a pricey little gem that you guys picked up. I really, I really hope it's yeah. worth it. Like, oh, I, I hope it's worth it too. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, you guys haven't received it yet, have you? Nope. But mm. uh, I'll let you know. Man, that's dedication. It is. is but it is for episode 100, right? Yeah. And it's yeah, not like there's It's not like there's especially yeah, there's not especially a large number of uh these games floating around when you consider that they were firstly produced in really tiny numbers in one tiny specific part of the world and it is more or less accessible for the entire world to play and everyone wants it and that's really where the price comes from. Yeah. Yeah. So there is that. I didn't want to go cheap and get the stupid PSP version because who wants that? But uh, I, I do. Well, I you was... could buy it for you could buy it for sixty bucks then. Yeah, and see, I have component cables for my PSP, so I straight can play that my shitty little thirty inch. Yeah, it's uh, well, it'll only take up a little part of the screen, but uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm discovering that now, so it's uh, it's pretty disappointing. <laughs> only a bit, so. Uh, yeah, I'll get full screen out of it, which is I'm fine with that. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, kinda, I'm or, trying to think or, if there's or, like a mod that I can do to my PSP that will actually like affect what's transmitted through the component cables. I don't know, dude. I've been looking, dude. That's I've a been good a, question. Yeah, I've been like a re- I've been a fucking weirdo with video games in the last two weeks. Like I got I got all this shit, man. To just a load on you guys. Like I've been playing too many fucking games, and it's crazy too because like. I have three half-written reviews that are hitting the site. I've already dropped three. I, so I've got all these reviews. I've got all these videos. i got all the video software and equipment that I need. I'm just, like, recording videos every other day now for us to, like, really get play-play going. And, like, yeah. man, I've been, mm, I've been socking it to it. And then, like, I'm pretty excited, too, because I've got me and Rob Rich, like, got some fucking games that are especially going to be pretty exciting for uh, play-play. And then got some stuff for me and... And Andrew, shit, I even got some shit for me and James and me and you. Like, oh man, we we all gonna get down. It's, I don't know, excited. As long as as long as YouTube doesn't shut us down because they're being dicks right now on uh, copyright. But uh, I haven't had any uh, any other content ID matches, but some channels have literally had hundreds of matches. So that's really fucked up. Hey, but yeah. you know what? Like one of the most popular channels. When it comes to like let's play or video game play footage, is like Game Grumps, and they mm-hmm. haven't said shit. I haven't like Aaron hasn't said shit on Twitter. 
neither is Danny or, or any they of the other. Be, they could be contractually um, obligated not to say anything. Yeah, but no. See, that's the thing. A lot of other YouTube personalities are just straight up like. Some of them but, are actually being really vocal about it, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, Classic Game Room straight up left YouTube. Yeah, they're like. People they were are like the originals, right? So yeah, they're like jumping fit like shark to like fucking either Vimeo or Blip. I don't know, which and I way. don't know about Blip actually because Blip TV isn't even uh, taking on new accounts right now, and the parent company is now owned by YouTube. So fuck that. Yeah, so I guess it's all it's all Vimeo <laughs> or bust. And Vimeo is kind of retarded about video game footage too, so it's going to be a really fucking dumb sort of climate for this i don't know we'll see yeah that's that's that's, it's i don't know personally when developers are getting hit with cease and desists on trailers of their own game yeah that they're hosting i'm pretty sure at some point google is is gonna try to to fix this so far everybody's kind of taking that thing with a grain of salt um i haven't seen like i've seen it's being annoying uh but and I've seen like other videos get flagged, but so far it hasn't caused a whole lot of shit to where they're like taking down videos. It's just a lot yeah. of arbitrary. For, for now, I'm in the clear. But I mean, if it comes straight down to it, like I know indie indie games, like indie game developers want more exposure. So they embrace videos being on YouTube and stuff. Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so like if if I get taken down, like with Bullet Heaven, I've got another contingency that i'm developing right now i'm i'm looking into that because like i said like we're just now getting into the video scope ppr is fucking doing this video and then this shit goes on but yeah yeah no i'm so, we're, we're all we're all on the same page except for andrew yeah. that motherfucker's probably sleeping right now <laughs> what's a video what are you guys talking what? about <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right man. so to to finish are you guys still here, on myspace what uh, Yo, dude, we're on Friendster. On my, MySpace, yeah. How's, how, how's that video on MySpace, son? <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys know where it's at, but I've currently got all of our videos siphoning through Angel Fire. So I'm thinking, I think we're good there. That's we get... <laughs> Thanks to Lizzie. Angel Fire. All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end off here with one little thing that I got actually over the holiday. And that is the... Uh, 30th anniversary Capcom character encyclopedia, which Mm -hmm. is tasty. It goes through quite a few different, uh, uh, often obscure properties. So like you've got stuff like Sansan and XX's Vulgus, you know, some really early obscure junk that you just wouldn't find anywhere else. And it gives like a little history, um, as to where characters from those games are coming from other aliases, uh, most recent appearances, first appearances, and uh, you know, you name it, it's probably in there. It's it's really cool stuff. All right, well, let's see. Where do I start? Um, fuck. Okay, I want to try to make it all because there's so much. Okay, uh, I picked up both Battle Kids because they were in stock, and that wasn't that's oh, not a thing. Go. Yeah. Um. I haven't really touched the first one because I remember playing that back in in the day. Uh, Battle Kid Two, man, that's a really, it's really good. I'd have to say that that's definitely like I really hope that Sizzat Games keeps 
doing something. I, I I think at this point they've really finished all that they could do with Battle Kid, but I would have to say that it's it's impressive what that thing does for on the NES. Uh, it's also got an incredible soundtrack. Like I, I again, just like some of the the synth that they're really pushing out of that bad boy uh, is, is a little maddening. And holy shit, like just I I think honestly the the sheer degree of design in that game because it's 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 incredibly hard. It is like Dick Cheney punching you over and over hard. Um, I. I, I really don't know. It's got like a super meat boy charm to it to where like it, it'll just knock you down and you just get right back up um, just because the control has like such a fluid, such a fluid, intuitive mark to it. Like you stop on a dime, the, the pressure sensitivity between height and jump versus pressure pressed on the button is it, like it, it, it has a very fucking fine-tuned synergy between what you input on that controller and what happens on the screen. And, like, you immediately build that muscle relationship uh, within the first few screens. But, man, like, I really thought they'd be recycling some ideas from the original Battle Kid. And, no, there's, like, all this insane shit. And they've introduced, like, all these powers. And, of course, it's got, like, a lot of light Metroidvania. So, I've been really... I don't know. I've, I've just been soaking that in. Um, you can find it 36 bucks. I think still on retro USB, do just hop on it, hop on it. Uh, the, like, do not emulate this if you can avoid it. Like, just just get that like beautiful green cartridge and then fucking hop that into your toaster or your top loader. And and I can assure you that like it's gonna be a hey diddle of a time. Like I'm definitely that's gonna be one of the videos that we're we're doing some play play on soon, just so I can fucking show you. And like the animation and the graphics are dramatically improved like the first one like i give it credit for credits too i mean he was a pioneer of kind of you know going after old formats and doing that but that shit looked like it was done in ms paint um Mm. with this one there's actually like a lot of sharp design well i mean like he he incorporated a lot of that capcom ninja gaiden-esque uh cutscene direction like there's a lot of stuff that's very reminiscent of like strider and ninja gaiden and like the the uh pixel art was was no bueno and this one though it's like ninja gaiden quality it's pretty much like everything's articulated there's animation that's light but effective like i don't know i dig it and they're trying to make more of a story out of it and it's not so like oh i'm just a really big fan of i want to be the guy so i fucking made it for nintendo and did my own shit with it no this time just like oh no there's a battle kid story now i know it's weird to fucking say that especially like what nintendo game has a story like keep it in the spirit you know but i enjoyed it it was fun um i also ordered a bios chip for my neo geo arcade cabinet so i've been uh basically tasking and i ordered some uh, stuff that I I it, I was really surprised. I had some help, but installing that chip, I was really fucking proud because I did not break my cabinet. So, okay, so hold on a second. <laughs> I you, you, a got a bio, you got a BIOS chip for what now? For my Neo Geo cab. Yeah, okay, so, but why? Yeah, what's it do? Okay, so it does several different things. Uh, first off, it can completely switch the region of whatever game you're playing. Yeah, so I can play it in European mode, Japanese mode. Uh, I can switch the game into AES mode. So there are certain games, for example, that get like I actually I would get options like I can do a bunch of that. And um, 
not only that, oh, fuck, what else would I be able to do? Oh, I'd be able to get access to every single game's uh, soundtrack and basically turn my Neo Geo into a glorified nerd jukebox. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, neat. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So it's a bunch of cool shit. And, like, I don't know. I really enjoy it. So, for example, like, uh, I threw in Metal Slug uh, and... Not the original Metal Slug, uh, fucking oh, fuck. Metal Slug, Metal Slug X. Do I, have? Or... I have Metal Slug X. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, Metal Slug X, uh, for the arcade, they actually cut one level that's n- that was actually added for AES, and it's really fucking weird. But switching it to AES mode, I got access to that level. I don't. I don't understand how Neo Geo. Basically, Neo Geo ROMs. Like, that's why people, like, consoleize or do, like, mods for their AES system to play MVS yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. really weird how both of those ROMs, like, have, like, all these minute differences that are built all in the same chipset. I don't know. I, like, I, I, I fucking find it really weird. It's, like, like it's so forward-thinking. I, I don't know. I got really lost in it, and I started fucking around with it a lot. I'm, I'm getting basically back into fucking around with my, um, my cab. I also ordered... Oh, well, I didn't order. I'm sorry. That's a whole. Uh, what did I mean by order? I bought. <laughs> order, <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, I bought uh, a Tetris cab. Uh, so it's a new cab for basically. Oh, really? my, yeah, I, I haven't posted any huh. pictures of it yet. Um, Is it like uh, Tengen Tetris? The, yeah. the side by side. Oh, sweet. Cool. Yeah, it's the Atari Tetris. So um, and yeah, other than some mild burn in on the monitor, it's fucking clean. Um, I have to switch around the joysticks, though, because they're uh, eight-way joysticks, and uh, that's no bueno for Tetris. Yeah, that one not help out too much. <laughs> and yeah, so that's like the only, that's the only mod the that was cross, done on it. it you need the cross ones, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do need the cross ones, but uh, they're they're like eight bucks, so it's Yeah, not, it's easy. Easy. Yeah, nothing. Uh, are they... So, um, are they micro switched or are they uh, are they contacts like feather contacts? They're, they're contacts. Okay. So it's easy. Yeah, it, it doesn't even recall like revol- uh, require any like soldering or anything. Mm. I just got to clip them in. Um, well, one wire might require soldering, but I've kind of just like electo taped it, so it's been working fine for me. Uh, just that eight that eight way uh, sometimes can kind of mess with the. Uh, the fucking intuitive nature yeah, of uh, the, flipping and whatnot. The yeah, whole left, left, right, up, down, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Maybe but it. like a lot of the arcade modes um, that was in the Tension Tetris is is just like it's super robust. And but yeah, it's pretty much. I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Uh, especially got gotta love me the dancing Russians. Um, they're always nice to look at. Yeah, obviously. Oh, dude, they're even sweeter, sweeter yeah, on that be- than be- that sweet between each level, right? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, really got into that. So, uh, I got back into Fantasy Star Online 2, and I found an English-speaking server, but now, I haven't, I, I'll get back to you guys on the next episode, if, uh, if this is a thing, but I think, because it's taken so fucking long, and might not even come <laughs> to North America at this point, that someone has gotten around to installing a mod that does an English translation, so I'm really, really looking forward to it. And then, like, I actually threw that tweet out there today when somebody told me about it. I'm like, does anybody know about this? Like, come on. I need I need y'all to fucking get in on this. So I've <coughs> dabbled, excuse me, too much more in Fantasy Star Online 2. But, uh, yeah, there. It. I, I will say that it, it boggles my mind. I think at this point, 
I can understand why it's not exactly on uh, Sega's priority list. And what's funny is it was like it was at PAX. It was at E3. Like they were showcasing it like this was going to be a up and coming commodity that was going to hit Western shores. And then nothing. They've been like they've been fucking ghost about it. But in Japan, super supporting it. Like I'm getting emails left and right about some of the new changes and I'm just straight Google translating. Um, just all the new additions, like they even like, I don't know. And I, and I think what it is, is at this point, I think it would hurt Sega more if they attempted to bring it to the West shore. Uh, and they wouldn't really be able to recoup any potential and sizable loss that they would take to basically, uh, localize it when they're already doing really well with it being in its native shores, which I can understand. I mean, it's really shitty, but like, Sega at this point, man, between the acquisition of Atlas and then the fact that they're they're not exactly looking at a lot of uh, return on revenue for some of their more recent projects, they they can't afford to not play it safe. So I don't know. It's real shame. But I mean, you can still download it. I mean, it's easy to go through the steps and download it. And if you don't mind a sizable language barrier, I've been able to kind of pick up on shit so far. But it is very much in the spirit and tune of Fanny Star. Again, another game I'll be doing a play play on. Um, except we're, wow, we're really going to, I don't know how we're going to do that one, but I'd love to do it. I just wish we can get some, even if it's like English. I, I, I don't give a shit. I just, I need some vowels. Um, so here's the Sarah Sarah game that I've been playing and I'm reviewing it right now on Ouya. It's called Ultonius, A Tale of Petty Revenge. And it is ridiculous. First off, one thing that I know that's immediately going to perk Sarah's ears, soundtrack is completely done by Jake Kaufman. Uh, and it's great. It is uh, fucking very much in the spirit of that game. And nice. it is, it is, that game is sweating. I mean, absolutely 110% sweaty with like 80s nostalgia for computer games and 90s nostalgia for shoot 'em ups and running guns. Now this like, is the uh, the sushi one, right? Is that what it is? It's like made of fish or something like that. No, no, no. You're this, no, this you're is this different bounty okay. hunter chick. Um, that's like for the sake of satire. Like that's a thing. Like I would I would assume like someone would get slightly offended, but I think it's just done with such tongue in cheek intentions. Like super sexually objectified. In fact, like one of the this is the plot to the game. Pretty much, you're on this parody of Facebook called Spacebook. That looks like a really shitty DOS program. And she's just like, ha ha, lol, save the universe again. You get a like by your buddy. And then the uh, main antagonist, uh, quote unquote, then posts on your wall and says, bitch, WTF, what are you doing outside the kitchen, lol? And then your heroine, uh, the star of the game, then responds, hold on to that thought and basically zooms in to that area so that's that's basically the plot for the game it's very ridiculous tongue-in-cheek and animated in very sultry and otherwise sexualized ways but i don't think it's it's all like towards the homage and the illusion of of it being that like crazy centralized 90s game with 80s references thrown left and right and it's so much satire that like it's fucking thick like you can just taste it you can bite into it um and what's really cool is it's it's half run and gun it's the run and gun is actually really slow and really 
really, really hard because you are attacked on all fronts, flanked constantly, and you have to do a lot of things. But it has Metroidvania elements. So the Retroidvania elements actually go hand-in-hand hand with, like, the shoot 'em up So, for example, uh, in the, fir- the first level is, like, a shoot 'em up traditional stage. <coughs> Excuse me. That you... That is an endless stage. I, well, at least, I don't know. I kind of want to see if it's endless because it goes on for fucking quite a while. Um, but depending on where you get shot down is where you then start the level. And if you get shot down early, you go to this one level versus if you got shot down... Later, you go to another uh, part of the level, which is all part of this planet that's that acts as the overworld. And then in different areas, depending on where you get shot down, you're able to get like these Metroidvania-esque items, like a higher jump item or an uh, item that allows you to go under lower corridors. And like it is fucking beautifully animated. Like it's got like these like visual effects that kind of give it like these scan lines, like it's a part of a CRT arcade cabinet. And some, mm-hmm. uh, like, during the animations, like, it's even got, like, the scan lines that go up and down and, like, the minimal frames of animation. But then it's, like, a, an MS-DOS uh, computer game. So, like, it switches back and forth between, like, how it uh, pays reference to the older games. But, yeah, in every way, it, it it's also got, like, a fiendish love for, like, everything sci-fi and alien babery. <laughs> like... It's it's a Sarah game. Like I swear to God, it's a, it's a, it would be like a, a poster child for Bullet Heaven if Bullet Heaven were to use like tropes of different games. I like. I'm it, looking at it right now on Desura. Yeah, it's on Desura. It's on Steam Greenlight, and I'm actually reviewing it for Ouya. And it's definitely one of the sweeter games to come out on Ouya as of recent, other than Bosses Forever, which is fucking I, amazing. I will probably review this after episode 100. I am currently reviewing it right now for the site. I would love for us to fucking dual box that shit because it's uh, actually it's a pretty fun game. It's all done again by this uh, hobbyist dude. What's cool is he had like a lot of extra Kickstarter money um, from like his other game, Legend of Aya, that he's still working on. So like he got the money that he needed for Aya. And instead of keeping that money and, you know, being a dick, he used it towards this game. So I don't know. This dude like is a passionate game developer through and through. So I, I'd love, I'd really be interested to see his other work after playing this game. Um, last game I played, I'm also reviewing currently right now for uh, Xbox One is Max: The Curse of Brotherhood. And uh, <coughs> man, that game. Um, it's pretty much like. Have you guys ever played Heart of Darkness? Anybody? Does that sound familiar? No. Nope, not, not, not really, really, no. So Heart of Darkness is like Oddworld in a sense, but stupid harder. Uh, like way stupid difficult. Um, and then like imagine that along with Limbo. And then you get Max and the Curse of Brotherhood. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, it's fun. It's, it just, I don't know. It doesn't have like the hook that Limbo ever did. It, it, it just seems like a lot of these like arcade games coming out now are kind of doing the same thing. You know, like early early kind of being similar in, in almost too many ways you know like like you said it's kind of very much like limbo and i for some reason i thought like brothers you know like like i, I i'm sure the gameplay is probably nothing like that but a lot of these like side scrolling games that use like shadow and all this other kind of stuff i don't know it just like i saw the image for it and i was like eh, it just seems like it's kind of the same thing they've been doing see but, and here's the thing it's a beautiful game in motion like, yeah. I think it looks amazing. The cinematics are awful. Like, I have... It's like they don't even use the same engine because they chug. 
like they chug, like they freeze up like I'm playing a disc on like a shitty Walkman. I don't understand like their their skips and frames. I it and, and like I I I guess it's not a uh it's not a uh an isolated issue. It, it is common among the game. Uh and some of the like they I'll give it for what it is. It tries to do a lot of unique things cuz the the puzzle mechanics really revolve around like this magic marker that you used around the environment to uh, like bring up pillars out of the ground for example. And like you know, you can only bring up a pillar once, and then once it's up, you'll have to destroy it and then bring it up. So you have to bring it up with varying heights. And there's one particular mechanic that involved, like, a crate on its side, like a horizontal rectangular crate. Uh, and you have to basically pull it in between these two pillars that you use to alternate and then flip it uh, vertically. So that way you get that extra height to then raise that pillar that it would be on to reach a rope. Did I paint that picture pretty vividly for you guys? Yeah, I yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, so with that said, you would think that the physics are are finely tuned to kind of accomplish that or even intuit enough to do that. For the longest time, I had no idea how I was supposed to even reach that before I even discovered. And then, like, getting this, like, this fucking box to stay because it doesn't use, like, the Havoc physics engine. It uses, like, this proprietary engine. I think it uses, like partly unreal i don't know what it is but the physics engine is shit sometimes like either the developers uh, uh and forgive me i'm reviewing the game and i don't even have the, the name of the studio on mind and what's funny is they did another max game that's a completely different art style for the wii and it used like a completely different mechanic using the wiimo and, I, and it was a WiiWare game of all things which you know we all know how much press those fucking games got um but yeah, it's just you would think that the physics would be there to to do what the game wants you to do, but it's so haphazard, and then there's a lot of collision detection. Like Max, just very much like you know Limbo Kid, has a penchant for being killed in the most grotesque ways, but he has like this insane like like if things even touch you, if things even get near your baby toe, you're dead. Uh, which why I compare it to like Heart of Darkness, which is like notoriously difficult for like taking that trial and error like to a whole different level. So there is a lot of points where like, you know, there's no way to attack enemies su- thus far that I've came across. Um, so you got to do a lot of avoiding uh, and a lot of puzzle mechanics to really get or otherwise outsmart enemies. And then there are points where like I'll jump over enemies and I know I have a clear arc, but somehow like just jumping over the enemy they'll randomly like the ai will randomly kick into this like really self-aware state to where they'll just attack me above in the air like i wasn't even like i wouldn't even normally have the chance to clear them however i know that that's the intended way to solve the puzzle so i don't know it's very the game's very inconsistent but it's 15 dollars uh it's really generous with the achievements and uh, that's it. The challenges are really lackluster. The challenge is pretty much like, hey, you bought this game. Beat it. Beat it in the first 78 days that it came out. Uh, and then the other challenge is get everything in this game that it first came out. There's not a whole lot like, and I, you know, it, it's almost kind of speaking, speaking to like what you're going to we're going to see with challenges, because so far, other than like Killer Instinct and Forza, I have seen like the most trivial or otherwise laziest challenges yet. And like, 
really the only incentive is like shit i only have this much time to do it and if i do it it's forever on my profile but like there it doesn't seem like like you know what i mean those those things are really supposed to like make someone care about revisiting a game and i just, i don't i don't see it it's yeah. it's kind of like the gamepad it's being really shittily done so far um and that's it i played more but man i've been fucking going off oh Wait, all right, I'll go off and say this one last thing. Thanks to oldgames.com and some finagling, uh, man, I've gotten I've gotten in touch with my old PC site. So, Are we talking been, about good old games? No, not good old games. Old games. Uh, we actually old I featured games. them. Oldgames.com. They have a huge archive of games that you can download for free, and you can download two a day within 24 hours or subscribe to them. Uh, for a monthly subscription and get unlimited access or uh, I, I don't remember their subscription base so far but they have basically converted and provide the software for you to play a bunch of old MS-DOS games so I've actually gotten back in touch with Jazz Jackrabbit and uh, we'll actually I'll, I'll illuminate more on that and uh, yeah I've been dumping some hours in a game that I remember fondly from my childhood and Zoo Tycoon on Xbox One made me want to play more than anything and that is dino park tycoon man i've been getting the fuck down on some dino park tycoon and i'm even remembering like old memories like how to embezzle money so that way you can get more out of the profits to you know you'd steal from the park to help build the park and you avoid avoid the fucking utility fees for maintenance like all 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 of it's coming back and like it's really amazing how well that game holds up today i mean it doesn't look the greatest but it, it it's definitely effective enough to where it does what it needs to do. <coughs> Shit, man, <coughs> this coughing is not good for podcasting. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me, uh, man. We so, all got okay. really fucked. Podcast up. is making everyone sick. Yeah. What exactly is the URL? Uh, it's old-games.com. I I want to say. Okay. I all have right. it in my favorites bar. I also uh, I featured it on uh, Life Through the Pixel Glass because. What I believe their service is fucking rad. It's really good. I don't know. Did I talk about Mega Man Unlimited as well uh, recently on the show? Like in the last couple episodes. I, you know what? I've kind of gone on a little too long, but man, like that, if you guys get the chance, like really, really get down on. Uh, was that was that also through uh, our life through the pixel glass? Because I'm pretty sure I thought I remember seeing it on that. Yeah, it's old games.com. Okay. No, 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 the I'm Mega Man Unlimited. Right yeah, and there's, like, literally thousands. And what's really cool, too, is, like, how the Amiga was uh, a home computer. It's, like, converted a lot of Amiga games, too, that you can play on your computer. So, like, right now, their featured games are the All Dogs Go to Heaven uh, 89 PC Classic that y'all might remember. Uh, yeah. Terminator 2 Judgment Day for PC. Uh, First Samurai, which was actually a port over the Super NES. That I remember that one. That was like a really obscure game. That was a PC-ass PC game. So, you know, there there's a lot of that. But yeah, dude, like oldgames.com. Definitely check that out. I endorse that. I am, I am downloading Scorched Earth right now. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take you like eight hours to download it. See, that's the thing. The free service really sucks mm, unless, yeah. Eight, three minutes. Uh, it'll it'll grow. It, it's basically like it. They I, I I get what they're doing though. Uh, when, it's a, it's already an eighth finished. Oh well, maybe yeah, it's a tiny game. Well. Yeah, it's a very, very oh, tiny okay. game. Yeah. yeah, but you can download up to two files a day. 
So, like, I've been, like, really getting in touch with, like, my MS-DOS, like, adventure games. Like, I've been, like, I don't know. I'm getting back in touch with the PC game. Like, uh, I also oh, wrapped man. up. King, King's Quest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get all the King's Like, uh, here's my rule, though. Here's my rule with it, though. Like, good old games, I still support the shit out of their service. So, if I can find it on good old games, you know, like, for example, Phantasmagoria, which me and James really wanted to do a play play of. You can find both on old games and you can find on good old games. Now, good old games has made it like a pure executable file. While if you do it with old games, it there's, you know, outside extensions that you're going to ha- you're, you're going to have to do some setup. I mean, there are options to do some easy setup, but <coughs> excuse me. Considering that like Phantasmagoria has been adapted and played all within this convenient like convenient executable for like less than ten bucks, like do the right thing and go to good old games. But I mean, if you want to play like All Dogs Go to Heaven, the adventure game, or like Jazz Jackrabbit, which I don't think you can really realistically play without doing a bunch of other shit and getting the original game or Dino Park Tycoon, then then this is where old games is the advantage. But please understand that I do not endorse this as a replacement towards good old games i i in fact endorse it as a supplement like use these two fucking services to your advantage and you know what pay because like they put a lot of work and so far it i mean there's no piracy or anything involved these are the uh original games all archived and made available for people who want to revisit that which is awesome because they're you know i remember when i first got my windows 95 computer and uh this was back in the day and i got jazz jackrabbit 2 and that game is so fucking different from the first one, and I never got to play the first one. And without saying a whole lot, man, I'm kind of glad I didn't play the first one. That game does not fucking hold up well. It is like <laughs> it is like Bubsy with a gun. So <laughs> yeehaw, yeah, take that, Cliffy B. Um, so yeah, there's that. But other than that, I'm done. Andrew, Andrew, talk to me. Talk, talk, talk. Oh lord, um, I don't think I can follow up any of those games, honestly. Like, you guys are doing like <laughs> some kind of like encyclopedia of gaming, honestly. Like I don't even remember half those things you were talking about, games or systems. Truth be told, but, uh, Neo Geo en- BIOS, Encyclopedia Gamatica. Yeah, Neo Geo yeah. BIOS, shitty PC games. Uh, should be a, it should be a new part of the show, honestly. Nintendo, just <laughs> like a little history lesson, you know. Well, I've talked about two modern ones. You There's did, really not a whole lot that came out. Like Halo Spartan Assault, which I'll talk Ugh, about that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I will yeah, talk well, about that in another episode. I wanted I wanted not, to start the new, I wanted to start the new year off like really yeah, well. Yeah, you don't start on a on a bad note. That's not No, not at all. Um things uh, starting things on good notes. Um so after our end of the year podcast, our our game our Golden Zonkeys, um I actually went back and played a game I had meant to play but just never found the time to. And I'm really pissed I didn't play it earlier. Um, and that was Gone Home. And yeah. mm. it, 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 well, it's cool because like I was sitting there on Steam trying to think of what I was going to play. There's a couple of things I was going to load up. And I looked at Gone Home and I was like, you know, I've been meaning to do this. I'll just jump in and play a little bit. And it's it's honestly the perfect length because you can actually finish it up in about hour and a half, two hours. You know, I mean, it's almost like you're watching a movie. It's very cinematic because, you know, you go through and experience it. It's a two hour chunk. You can get it done. And it's super satisfying. Like, I, I got the same kind of feeling I got when I played through, like, one of the episodes of The Walking Dead. You know, like, it's satisfying. It's all encased in one. 
really, you know, tight package. And that game's really crazy because I won't go into too much detail because I kind of I think it kind of ruins it. But going in, you think it's something, and as you play, you start seeing these layers kind of unravel, and you kind of get down to the core of it, what's really about. But the whole time, it keeps you guessing, which I really appreciated. And I'm so glad that I went into it kind of, you know, cold. Like, I hadn't really talked about it, hadn't really read or heard anything about it other than, you know, kind of what's been mentioned on the show. But, you know, I didn't really go into any kind of details on what it was about. I'm so glad I did because going into it fresh, like, it's such a cool experience that they can actually encapsulate that all in two hours. Um, it was a really cool experience. So if people haven't played it yet, I mean, George, you know, obviously has talked about how much he loves it. Um, I thought it was a great experience for two hours. I, I wouldn't say it's probably, like, my favorite game that came out last year, but it was one of the most surprising games that I've played because of, of, of how I felt and how, you know, how what I experienced going throughout. Like, it almost felt like I experienced every kind of emotion that you could in, in, in you know, a game, a movie, you know, whatever you want to, you know, experience. Like, there was a lot of things that were getting thrown around. Um, and it's just so well written. Um, you know, it kind of makes me wonder if maybe we had, you know, I still considered it more of her best written game for the for the awards, but hey, I was thinking uh, about that too, actually. And what's amazing too is I love that you use a comparison to movie because just like the way people absorb media differently, they're like a thing that I've really enjoyed, and it's completely optional, but it only enhances the immersion of this beautiful game. Are all these subtle introductions to subplots that don't really affect the end game. But they definitely build the fiction that you're slowly walking into. Everything oh, no. that's happening. I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you paint the picture for yourself as you go through. And if you choose to avoid it, that's fine. Like, it doesn't deter or, you know, change anything that happens. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, you're getting a lot of these little side stories, you know, for other members of the family. And it's, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I think, I think it's, yeah, it, 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 it's better for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the music's awesome. Like, just everything about it, like. And that, and that time frame, though, that, that time that takes place is perfect for, you know, people our age because, you know, we kind of remember, we know what that was like being in school. Uh, it, it's actually, yeah, super surprising, like, how well that was done um, in, in such little time and just, you know, not really overdoing anything, like, very subtle in its execution. But um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, real talk, like, I really want to do a games club on it. Like, that was, I, like, when we were talking about, like, a games club for the beginning of the year... Like, yeah. I, I like I think that's something that all of us would really, really, really. I'd be OK with that because, yeah, because you can easily set off, you know, a two hour chunk, play through it. And especially if you've played it once, you know, kind of how to go through. Um, I mean, maybe you'll approach things differently. It's hard to say, really. And um, like, yeah, I mean, I that's think, the thing. I, I don't think you really get much of replay value out of it, but I would still play through just to kind of get the, the story again. I, I thought it was really cool. And see, like, like, I would really like want to hear uh, Sarah and James on the subject because like me and you like we we we've dabbled before in that whole uh like experience versus content and i really feel like sarah and james would like try to address like their feelings towards content versus what we would bring with the table with experience but i i will guarantee i think all four of us would enjoy the game in some way it's it it has such such a fluidity in, in its design that it like it, it only takes like a couple seconds. I and you know the thing is like our buddy our buddy Seth Macy, uh, go, a guest of you know past shows and whatnot, has currently gotten the permission uh, from Fulbright to completely recreate the game as a 16-bit RPG through mm -hmm. RPG Maker. Yeah, and you know I don't like 
I want to give it a chance, but the more and more I see it, I'm just like, like to the moon made that work, like on the money. Yeah. But I can only see like, like what kind of level of interactivity can you really get on it? But like, it's a D make, so you're supposed to take it with a grain of salt and kind of appreciate the intention. However, like I really like Seth. Seth is trying to make it as fucking accurate as possible, and yet like add parts of the game that would make sense that are available because it is in a top-down view, which, you know, there there are, like, very few logic puzzles and whatnot throughout mm-hmm. Gone Home, and, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious to see what he does with that. But, yeah, I would love the Games Club that. Like, you have no idea. That is definitely one of my favorite games uh, from 2013. Like, uh, I, I remember, like, this backlash. People are just like, it's insulting that fucking Gone Home won the the VGX award for best PC game of the year. I'm just like, you know what? That's one of the few things I think that that fucking torrid of a show did right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but I I really dug it. Um, trying to go else. I mean, I talked a lot about Rayleigh Default already. Um, that was something else I played uh, in my my you know being kind of bedridden, you know, sick for a few days. So it was mostly just portable gaming. <laughs> so I I played that. I played a more Persona Four. That's kind of like my Vita is not very far from me, you know, most days. Um, if, if, if I'm home, I'm not working. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of grinding in Persona. Um, Hearthstone, play a little bit of Hearthstone. I don't know if you really can talk about playing Hearthstone. I know it's still in beta, so I don't know what they really... I mean, I know some people stream it, um, specific people that are allowed to. I won't go into too many details, but for someone that's played a lot of Magic the Gathering and likes, you know, card games and things like that, um, Hearthstone's going to be really awesome when it comes out for everyone. I heard um, there's it, just some balancing it, issues with some decks. Oh, no, stuff. yeah. Oh, I mean, with, with any card game, you're going to find those, like, you know, those those specific decks and combos that are just way broken. I mean, you guys have played Magic. You know there's combos that are just broken, and, you know, you're not going to really be able to... And once people know they're there, they everyone makes a, a deck with just that. You know, they exploit it. Um, and that's all you're going to get. But just for... Having fun with it. I mean, I, I like the fact that they kind of mix in the lore uh, of like Warcraft and kind of incorporate into the cards. And it's just, you know, it's going to be free when it comes out officially. And um, you buy packs, you know, just like you would normally. Uh, I, I really dig it. Though. I think it's a lot of fun to play. And, you know, anything Blizzard usually does is pretty well done, at least. You know, Blizzard usually doesn't have a game come out when it's, you know, not completed. You know, they always make sure it's pretty well polished when it hits. Um, so play, play, I play it like now and again, you know, it's nothing I really played any, you know, real long, longevity. Like I'll play a couple rounds here and there, just, you know, something to do. Um, yeah, it's got else. a real mobile design to it. I just, I don't know. I, I well, it yeah, exactly. It, it would be kind of interesting if they did end up going with a mobile option, but you know, it, it's blizzard. I mean, they're going to stay PC, m- maybe console, you know, at this point now Diablo has been out for consoles, but I can't imagine them coming out with like an iOS app or something. You know, it'd be cool, but maybe a Windows one. I mean, depending on, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I I, 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 I wouldn't hold my breath, unfortunately. Yeah, the Microsoft Surface isn't exactly fucking selling like hotcakes. So, Mm -hmm. Um, other than that, I jumped back into Tales of Vesperia. Um, I I had a. uh, So not 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 resolution, but I just I, I knew that. You know, until March, which was when Titanfall hits, um, you know, I could maybe catch up on some of my backlog. And I actually looked at like these, you know, RPGs I've had just kind of sitting there that I wanted to go back into and play. Um, I just kind of started at the top, you know, Tales of Vesperia, um, really awesome RPG on 360, and just haven't really jumped into it for quite some time. And with 
Tales of Symphonia Chronicles coming out and Tales of Exilia doing as well as it did last year. Um, yeah, I thought it'd be a good idea to jump back into that. So I, you know, I played a few more hours of that, but um, just really in, in a mood for some like, you know, grindy, fun JRPGs. Like I'm just really in the mood for JRPGs right now. So Bravely Default, Tales of Vesperia, um, like all these games I'm jumping into and, and really enjoying. And it, it's just nice to kind of sit back on a cold day in the winter and grind, you know, just just play through and level up. It, it's actually a lot of fun. I've, I've been enjoying it. Nice. You know, what, I, what I've been uh, also getting excited about, because uh, I like Vesperia, like I've always wanted to, you know, give shot. But I feel like a lot of the uh, design elements that get broken by the, 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 the DLC content management uh, kind of turned me off. But I'm hearing a lot of good things about Tales of Zillia. And uh, with starting January 14th, there's going to be like 14 games uh, available on both PlayStation 3 uh, and PlayStation Vita. Uh, nothing on PS4 yet that no. I, I was able to find, but it's called the 14 for 14. And yeah. Tales of Zillia with a plus subscription is going to be like $5. Yeah, you can't right. beat that. It's well worth the pickup for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's uh... also uh, Mercenaries on sale for like 9 bucks with the plus discount. Um, that's If you want a shooter on Vita, that's, that's the only one that you can choose right now. I mean, there's no even close second to that right and now see... in terms of shooters. And see, like, I've got plenty of room on my Vita, so, like, that's the thing. There's Mercenaries and then Spelunky, because uh, I haven't picked up Spelunky yet. On I, I, I think I'm going to do that on Vita, because uh, Buddy might want to play co-op. It's $3.75. Yeah, and he's been wanting to play co-op on Vita for a while, so I might have to do that, too. Yeah, but, like, I have, like, no fucking room on um, my PlayStation 3 anymore. Like, I, I just have no yeah. room. And, like, what's funny is I try to format, like, an external hard drive to, like, make use of that, and you, it turns out you can't fucking save games. And, and now, and now yeah, and now Plus is getting everything good this month, like Bioshock, DMC. Yeah, just like, where's the fucking stuff. room? I don't have yeah. the room. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, I have like this 500 gigabyte hard drive still that like Damiano Paglione, uh, Rosario's brother, super yeah. like another sweet fucking listener of the show. Uh, I love that dude. He's like the one of the nicest fucking like you're too nice, dude. Um yeah, he threw a hard drive down my way, and I'm still fucking terrified on how to install that shit and not lose. Because that's the thing. There are some games there that, like, I don't know what it is. I think I'm just going to bite the bullet one of these days when I have the cash. There are some games there that are just game shared that, like, I I don't I don't want to, like, go through the trouble buying. Because I don't think I'll be able to transfer. And, you know, I didn't abuse game share, but... I did use it for certain games that are like episodic towards other games that I did buy. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot going on with that. So I I don't know. The fucking plus man, it's definitely making me like do some playing some Survivor. Um, oh Tokyo Jungle Mobile, that's also going to be pretty sweet. Which I'm still mad. Like I really feel like actual Tokyo Jungle can definitely play on Vita, and yet. It's still not a thing. Yeah, that's, that is a shame. I, I would probably play it more if it was on Vita. I mean, I can do remote play, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. All right. So, do you think we got what's in your console? It's all squared away. Any other? Pretty, pretty well knocked out, I think. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, you know, we'll. I think we'll be just playing catch up. I think for the next couple of months until yeah. stuff starts hitting. Uh, is anyone have any interest in Thief at all? That's I coming out in February. Yeah, yeah I'm actually like, cause and like next week I'm 
like grabbing the PS4 of fish and yeah, good uh, luck finding one apparently man because you dude, can't find anywhere around you can't here. find them fucking anywhere but like I already put a deposit down uh, like somewhere else to guarantee myself one and yeah now you're able to find Xbox ones everywhere everywhere they're they at everywhere. least they at least had a, at least they you know came through and like made sure they're gonna be available I know they haven't sold as many as PS4 right now but at least you can find them yeah, like they, and, they, they, they they get a good job of keeping them in stock. And I don't talk about pickups very often, but um, you'll appreciate this. And I haven't bought all the characters yet, but I did pick up the arcade fight stick for Killer Instinct. Uh, it good. is fucking glorious. It, I, right? Those the, the, those guys do such a good job. Like, that thing is... I mean, it's every bit worth the price tag, even though it is kind of a pricey arcade stick compared to what they've come out with in the past. It's... It's outstanding. It is a really good, comfortable stick. So I, I it's the one yeah. thing that like, and I and I address it in my most recent Killer Instinct review that I'm still super, just super fucking irritated with, is it like the complete lack of a conduct management system? Because like at this point, like it's comical how many times I've I've been rage quit on, like <laughs> through voice, through straight yeah. like hearing somebody going Xbox turn off, yes, yeah, peace them yeah. out. Yeah, pretty much. And like it 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 it, it really kind of breaks the experience because I am like actively avoiding doing ultras now. Like how sad is that? No, man, that's yeah, it's all you got to do. Nothing yeah. but. It, it it's and you know, I I understand that some people are just get straight like fucking heated heated like when you pull I, an ultra on them. I I I think I think honestly, if it comes to online play, I think if the player shows you respect and you get the win you don't have to be flashy about it just end it but if someone's gonna be a dick oh yeah string, string them up for as long as you possibly can make them fucking wait uh, personally that, that's the way i see it personally uh no i am totally 100 percent against rage quits but like this dude you know like i i use it as like a form i like to get humbled with a lesson man like this person pretty much like and he was super cool about it i messaged him like dude that was a sweet game but how the fuck did you do that? Because I would love to, uh, like, I will straight spend the next hour doing that in training. Uh, I was playing against some uh, somebody using Saberwolf, and I don't think I've ever seen this, but he used two cancels and an ultra combo to string it between two calculated, like, shadow moves and mm. got me with an 89-hit combo. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, people don't understand. Like, it, just like in Killer Instinct Gold, you can do a cancel, and then if you immediately follow up that cancel with uh, an auto stringer, and then you know do the auto stringer, then do the shadow move, you can do the exact same combination again to initiate the ultra. So <laughs> then, like That's the whole awesome. screen flashes again, and then just keep you, on doing it. Yeah. yeah, you just extend the ultra. So this dude got me, and like like even the announcer gets into like here you go like ultra. But, like, no. when you get that deep, he's like, Ultra, what? Dude! Fuck, like, just throws everything. Like, like just throat. Like, just throaty. That, like, that, that, that whole thing, that is so satisfying when the announcer does that. Yeah, That's but, like, amazing. there's a degree. I had no idea that, it, depending on how many hits deep yeah. you get, he, like, it's just like when you hear him go combo breaker, and then when you hear him go counter breaker. Because when that motherfucker, when you do a counter breaker, you're just going on a counter breaker. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, he goes it, it, nuts. It's, be- it's the best part about the game, honestly, it is. Oh, it's so good. Like, yeah, I want that but... guy just to do my goddamn, like, voicemail. Please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, the new upcoming characters I'm pretty excited for, too, because, I don't know, there are two types of spinal uh, players. Assholes and, ch like, somewhat challenging. Mostly, like, the sadness is, is that they're assholes, because, like... Spinal was like one of the easiest fucking characters to exploit with like the amount of not, especially in Killer Instinct Gold. Like if anybody ever picked Spinal and in Killer Instinct Gold or Killer Instinct Two, I'm just like, yeah, fuck you. Here, you you take the win. Like I don't even want to play. Fucking hated Spinal. Ugh. Uh, he was such a like yeah. He's definitely like that ridiculous cheese character. But yeah, the really? last like secret character that they didn't do a very good job of uh pretty much protecting to the point where they just like showed him in the in the latest teaser is Fulgor. So, uh, I don't know, pretty, gonna be pretty stoked with that. Fulgore is pretty much like a mixture of Saberwolf and Jago in terms of chaining and moves. So, uh, at least that's what I would expect, considering that they've been pretty faithful to everyone else so far. Um, yeah, fuck them Sidira players, though. Jesus. I, yeah. I hate Hoppy McCoppersons, and like, that, that complete character's moveset is based all no, around that. Nothing but air attacks, pretty much. Yep. All right, so some select feedback. question that we're going into believe it or not hey that worked yeah so this email we got two emails that we'll keep it short just so that way we have time for the topic we've got a couple voicemails and tweets that uh we'll we'll get on the next show that i believe will still be able to age uh these two though sound pretty cool so we're gonna go start off with that this first email is from mark and mark writes hey ppr crew so i have a question considering that both george and andrew are fairly knowledgeable from what I've gathered, and Andrew's gone on and on about his love for fight sticks, and he's talked about arcade cabinets before. I just got a pretty fat settlement from a recent event that I won't disclose, but I figured that my first fun purchase would be an arcade cabinet, and I really, really want a fighting one, but I just can't decide. I've been thinking of whether or not I should go obscure and get one of those, like, fighting cabinets like i love that he names this one too time killers or if i should oh, go fuck time killers yeah or I if i should that. or if i should just go legit and get a standard fighting game that all my friends will enjoy i mean this is all for me but if i can't invite somebody to come over and play with me what's the point and i sure as hell i'm not gonna get my wife to stand next to me and get beat down please go ahead and give me the best advice you can thanks Okay. Well, Mark. Oh, okay, sir. Um, I know. I would say if it's fat enough, get yourself a Neo Geo cab because yes. Garou Mark of the Wolves is the fucking shit. See, now did that? Yeah, and like I can't, I can't remember. See, here's the thing too. Like Sarah's got a great point because like I mentioned like my dabbling with the BIOS chip. Um, you don't really need the BIOS chip. Like the fucking MVS is free. Yeah. Free. yeah. The, the BIOS chip is just to have fun with it. Um, but yeah, Garu Mark of the Wolves is cool. I will raise you one better, though, and I 
want to believe that has an MVS release, but Last Blade. Like, yes. You can't, you oh, can't yes. Go, you can't get any better than Last Blade. But see, like, all the Neo Geo fighters, I mean, they're nice and they're whatnot. But mm-hmm. see, I don't, you know, I don't know if I can go that direction, though, because now Neo Geo games are readily available on fucking almost anything. Like, they're still held on Virtual Console for Wii, for Wii U. There's still an entire network dedicated to them on PlayStation Network. Uh, you can get that Neo Geo X, even though it's, like, seeing its yeah. current issues of legal trouble. Exactly, right? Uh, uh, but the thing that I would say is, like, get a four slot, because then you could put more than just a fighting game in there. You could throw in, like, Strikers 1945, or you could throw in some Metal Slug, or you could do, like, uh, Magician Lord, or any of the other great MBS games that were released. And there's so many of them. They're just yeah. fantastic. And, and, yeah. and that, that, way, that way you have a little bit of something for everyone. If you have guests, you have people that come over. You know, if they're not necessarily into fighting games, you pop in something else. I mean, and also it kind of almost forms into its own kind of collecting is when you try to get all the cards, like, you know, collecting different ones, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Sarah's exactly right. Um, I think personally, when it comes to arcade machines, it comes down to your location. I think that you'll find, you know, I'm not sure where he's from. I don't know if that was mentioned in the email at all. Probably not. It wasn't mentioned in the email. Um, It comes down to your locations. I know West Coast. Those guys usually can get their hands on a lot more. It just seems like they're more available or they're just more, I guess, sought Funny after. Enough, I on feel that part like of the, the Midwest gets their hands more. OK, so we got we got a ready a supply of like the common shit. But like anything obscure, like if you want hook the beat em up, like I don't know how many times I see something in like Indiana or Ohio or some shit like those really cool, weird, obscure ones. They've yeah. been like they. Nobody gets rid of them in the West Coast. Everybody holds on to them. Well, nobody knows what they have half the time either. It's like some like laundromat or you know a pizza place that closed down. Like you know they just don't know what they have. Just they got a cheapy arcade machine from uh, you know a vendor, and and they just kept it. I mean we have we have a Frank Thomas uh, pinball machine at the laundromat and will you know place where I used to live. So there's that I guess. I mean really obscure stuff. Yeah, but if he's going for fighting ones, because I actually when I got my first arcade cabinet it was marvel versus capcom one um and i had it shipped from california like i i paid about four hundred dollars for it on ebay and i paid five hundred dollars to ship it from california but it seems like now i'm seeing a lot of marvel versus capcom cabinets you know coming up it also depends if you want something that's original if you want like original cabinet and everything original that's a little bit harder to find than someone that just took like an old cab and converted it into something you know convert it into a machine um, if you want all original stuff, that's also kind of hard to get your hands on. Um, you'll see a lot of fighting games like Tekken. Um, like I said, I've seen a lot of Marvel vs. Capcoms around. Um, if you want MVC2, those are kind of hard to find. Um, and also, like, anything that's... I don't know, you, you probably agree with this. Anything that's older than, like, maybe 10... Maybe to 10 to 15 years at the most. Yeah, you gotta like, watch like, for something like monitor burn-in. You gotta yes. check, like, the connections yeah. for... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just over time, they'll just get really beat up, and just yeah, you got you, it's it's more money put into it to fix it than it would be just to get something else. I mean, to restore it completely would take a lot of effort. I mean, there's some good websites out there that you can get a lot of like the marquees, you know, replaced. You can get, of course, all the you know buttons and sticks you can get replaced. Um, but getting like original artwork and like side paneling and stuff like that can be kind of tough. And depending on like how big your bonus is or how deep you want to go, because like me, like me personally, I'm trying to get like I, I have a Tetris CAD that doesn't 
need a whole lot to restore it. Like I have, I already found the side art. That's the only thing it needs. Um, looking into like plexi for both that and the cab, uh, the Neo cab. And then I got like a Neo reproduction graphic overlay kit. That's uh, currently resting in a favorites that I've saved on my uh, Chrome browser. I mean, if you got like the dough, dude, like spend, spend something on like a main cabinet and then mm-hmm. you'll really get everything taken care of. I mean, granted, the whole Neo Geo that kind of defeats the Neo Geo, like basically, I, I totally, I'm for the Neo Geo, but like, see, to, to be, you know, fair too, because we didn't really get a whole lot of context. Like the three of us are, are kind of purists in this sort of thing. Like, yeah. you know, we don't mind that shit. But I mean, depending on how much you want to invest, because I'll tell you right now, if you go the Neo Geo path, you're gonna have a very fun but expensive uh trail to follow Especially for some of those cards trying to like track down like a shock troopers or something's gonna yeah like garden market you know though i mean when it comes straight down to it it's a lot less expensive than going the aes route oh yeah yeah fuck like dude like that's if you're asshole purist like us like i I don't even even think like like i definitely know andrew's not down for that i'm still i'd never be caught i'd never be caught dead with a mame cabinet I, I would that was actually like my intention. I, I had a Tekken cabinet that um, I was planning to convert into like it was a Tekken cabinet with a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle four player board. So I was planning to do a bunch of cool shit with it, and it just it ended up being so much work to do it from the ground up. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up actually I didn't even find anybody that could buy the cabinet, and I only put like I only invested like 120 deep. That I just dumped it on the side of the road, and within 20 minutes, like uh, individuals of the methamphetamine variety just like fucking swooped on it like pigeons at the fucking park. So, <laughs> like, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like watching these people carry away with it, it was just like like Huge like cabs, a kid yeah. watching. Yes, and like no joke, I was laughing when somebody's telling me like, "Hey, dude, so these tweakers, they're totally making off with your cabinet right now." It was like watching a bunch of sweaty drug overdose ants like fucking scurry back into their ant hole. It was it was uh it was quite the quite the spectacle. Um, uh, I, I'd like to make two suggestions real quick before we finish this one up. Um, I was gonna say if you kind of just want to mess around with something and you don't really want to go the like original route, um, I've been seeing these um, these new like extension arcade cabinets. Basically, it's for if you already have fight sticks, which are kind of easy to get a hold of now. If you already have the fight sticks, um, and you might have all this stuff already. Um, it, it, they're called like Vulix. Um, it's an extension arcade cabinet, so it, it's basically everything you would need to make a cab. Um, all you need is the arcade sticks, and it can support up to a 32-inch flat-screen monitor, and then the system. So it's kind of like you're already making like your own main cabinet. It just comes with all the parts. You just need the sticks, the TV screen, and then like your system. Um, so you could actually like kind of make your own like you know Street Fighter 4 cab, or you can make your own like Injustice cab. You know, just depending if you have the arcade sticks and the stuff to put together. Because the actual extension arcade cabinet itself is only like 400 bucks most of the time. So if you have all the stuff already laying around the house, you can actually just put one together and, you know, make make something maybe a little bit newer. If you want something newer, like a Street Fighter 4 or, you know, something like that. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I personally would recommend following Markman. Uh, he's the community manager for Mad Cats. Uh, they're the guys that make all the really good arcade sticks. Um, you can follow him like on Twitter. You can follow him on Instagram. I usually follow him on Instagram because he puts up awesome pictures of arcade cabinets, arcade sticks. Like he's a really true collector. And um, he's a character and I in Dive Kick. 
and he's a character in Dive Kick. He's a, he's a big part of the fighting game community. So if you're looking for fighting games specifically in your arcade machine, he's a cool guy to look into, and and he, he always has a lot of cool stuff that he posts. I, and he has the same name as you. Yeah, and I, I will sit there and look at his Instagram and just kind of fantasize about having that many arcade sticks. Like, I try to have a few myself, but that dude is a goddamn collector in the purest sense of the word. Like, it, it's pretty insane. And, and every time I look at Courtney gets pissed because she knows that I want to get another arcade stick when I look at it, and she's like, fucking stop it. <laughs> Don't have any room for this shit. <laughs> it is getting kind. It is getting hard, harder to find spots for those things nowadays. I need to build some kind of like room just for arcade sticks. Hmm. I and so wait, how many has it been confirmed that you own? A total, I own about eleven, but I only use about eight. That that, that Killer Instinct one like is probably my well, like I said, my newest one. But I have okay. I have the round one and round two sticks for 360, um, the tournament edition ones. Then I have a Street Fighter Cross Tekken stick for PS3, an Injustice stick for 360, and two of the Mortal Kombat sticks for PS3. And then the Killer Instinct one is the one I'm using right now. I was thinking of getting the... Uh, there's At the last game store out here, there's a... Uh, it's for like 150 bucks. It's one of the Hori arcade sticks that's like super customizable. Oh, nice. I've been sore to thinking of getting one or two of those and uh, doing something with that. Yeah, the, the Hori Fighting Edge sticks are awesome. Yep. If, if, that, if that's what it is. Yeah, those things are nice. Yeah, but man, we should do a podcast just about joysticks. Can we do that? And I just get the hugest, <laughs> the hugest erection of all time. I'd be yeah, down. You can, see, you can see it over the horizon. Oh my God, mm. dude. Yeah, it, it would be. It would be, be like Pacific Rim, just fucking huge ass thing coming out of the water. It'd be amazing. Oh, you're flattering yourself. I'm um, very much so. <laughs> Extremely. Uh, so, yeah, let's go ahead and get to the next email. Hope that helped you out, Mark. Uh, this yeah. next one's from Jason, and uh, man, it's it's a it's a, it's it's a humdinger. Jason? So, yeah, Jason. Yeah, so Jason writes. Gosh, you guys, I have to say first off before I even get into this, best game of the year podcast ever. I have never laughed out loud so hard. Uh, he put lol, but I'm I'm not gonna say lol. Yeah, don't I've do never that. lol. La, 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 la. I've never laughed out loud so hard before, and I really wish Steve would come on the podcast more. I have never ever heard a British man do Will Smith as accurate Jesus as that. Christ. Little... <laughs> That's true, man. That is very true. Yeah, that was quite legendary. It was. But on to my question, because as George was posting for questions on Twitter. Uh, a bit of news came out today that I'm curious to hear because you guys awarded the three-wheeled Mako of shame to SimCity. And yep. how do you guys feel about the reversal of the DRM right. for SimCity today? And that's his question. Uh, I, how I just want about I, it? Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. Well, but why now? Why, why wait till now to do it? Like, it was something people were demanding day one. I mean, I mean I, maybe I can understand if it would take that long for it to be implemented. But couldn't they just said, okay, guys, we heard you. We'll fix it. Just give us some time. But they never even said that. They just all of a sudden said, yeah. oh, yeah, oh, by, by the, the way, way um, you guys forgot about that game that came out last year, right? We're going to do that offline thing you guys were so excited about. Um, please buy the game. Download it on Origin if you have Origin. Oh, you don't have Origin? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this thing. is EA, right? So 
Which I I can't believe they're in the running for the worst company of America for the third time. Well, but the, but yeah, EA they, years, they are right? they are under some new leadership now with uh, what's his name? He 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 left. <laughs> what was his name? What was the guy? You remember? I I don't know if I remember, man. Oh fuck, I forgot his name. I used to know it too, but yeah, I mean like you know they they're under new leadership, so maybe they're trying to make a you know make a turn and. Try to do right by the community and do right by the people that support them. You know, I mean, it's a new year. Maybe they're just trying to, you know, make things right. But I you've mean, got a point, though. I mean, because according to Maxis, they've been working on this since October. But if why? That, why I, I, yeah, maybe they just didn't want to say anything because they're afraid it wouldn't have worked or something. I don't know. Would, I think it would have worked over a lot better than <laughs> dropping it in 2014, the fucking Del yeah. Quattro. I think, mm-hmm. you know what? I think the backlash would have actually been a lot less than we're probably going to Just see. Just reassured people, like, okay, like, you know, we hear you guys, we'll try and make it work, you know, but nothing. There's like, nope, we're sticking by this. This but, is the way like, the game was meant to be played. Like, are you sure? <laughs> like, do you yeah, remember but playing this? Thing, like, they're avoiding all crow. All the crow that they need to be eating, they're they're not even acknowledging. They've they act, spent... Yeah. Just acting like, they're like, hey, we did this for you guys. I You know, like, we do this because we, you know... Like I, I, I guess you're right. They're not, they're not taking responsibility for what they did. They're saying, "Oh, hey, guess what, guys? We're gonna we're gonna be pretty generous and we're gonna give this to you." It's like, no, like you should did that a long time ago. But and here's the thing too: they spent like over months and months and months, like all I mean, all the negative PR, all the refusals for refunds, and like the lazy attempts at like basically giving someone a free game. Uh, you know, to sort of make up for the fact that a broken product was essentially sold to them. And and basically went on and waxed about how what the consumer was asking for was just feasibly not done, uh, feasibly not possible for the vision that Maxis had for uh, SimCity. Not only is it just like too little too late, just throwing it in right now, but like how how is it that you completely neglect to mention this thing that you guys have hammered into everyone's skull uh fucking that it could not be done how could you just casually throw away like it was so nonchalant this is something we can do for you guys now and completely i mean absolutely 110 percent avoid the pressing matter of how are you doing this when you've explained to us over 12 over almost a whole year's worth that that it can't be done and you guys have already taken so much goddamn backlash like this isn't that this is i feel like it's hurting them mm-hmm. i just uh, i don't i don't know like i i guess for the people who'd still want to play it like at this point because i don't know the damage has been done i mean maybe i'll bring some people in like i was kind of interested in playing it but then like all this backlash and all this shit going down I just said, okay, fuck this. Like, um, don't don't worry about it. No, I didn't but, even feel like like I couldn't even do the review for it. But but now <laughs> I now now I'd be like, well, you know, maybe maybe if I can get a cheap price, maybe I'll check it out. But I'm I'm kind of curious to see if we're gonna see like a seventh revision of the Polygon review for the oh, offline Jesus mode. Christ. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Just, I I mean I mean I don't know I, I I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I mean I know that they they had kind of a fuck up on their hands, but. If they're trying to make things right and trying to, you know, do what the consumer and what the people have wanted, I mean, I don't think they should be rewarded for that. I think it should have just happened. They should have been doing that anyways to begin with. But 
mean, hopefully it's a good start. Maybe, you know, it's trying to make amends or try, you know, regain that trust again. I don't know. I mean, you might be right. It probably is a little too little too late, but at least they're going to make an effort. They could have just said fuck it all together and just kept sticking with what they wanted to do. I personally think it would have been better if they just said fuck it and just started from scratch, but at the same time, maybe not. I I, I don't know. Are, are, are they developing another SimCity? No, it's the, this is a thing that's being patched into uh, future SimCity releases and uh, existing SimCity uh, files. So I, I, I don't know, like... Like even then, like I, I can only imagine is like is that gonna help the stability? Yeah, which I can only assume that it will, but I mean I, I don't know. I really feel like it's too little too late. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's doesn't matter. To answer your question, Jason, that's still like that that is poop from a butt. That <laughs> fucking game. So <laughs> it's shitty anyway you look at it. Yep. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's it for select feedback. Now, if you want to get at it like these fine folks did, all you got to do is email us at mailbag at pressposrio.com. Again, it's mailbag at pressposrio.com. Or you can reach us at 469-PPR-TALK, and you can leave us a voicemail. That would be nice, if it's a nice voicemail. Uh, or you can tweet at us at pressposradio on Twitter. Or just fan us on uh, Facebook. We got a couple more fans. Uh, hopefully, by in the next couple months, we'll hit 400 people nice. that like us on Facebook. I would, I would love that. That would oh, be Peter. adorable. And we're almost at 200 followers on Twitter, so even better. Uh, but anyway, let's get, let's get sultry. In fact, let's get, steamy. let's get steamy. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh god, that again. to say it gross and i like have like a fucking just a throaty exhale of lung butter to to just kind of supplement that mm. yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah I, okay you take everything back that is the grossest thing that just happened on this show right there yeah, that, that, that bear awesome. growl no that was me kind of throwing up in my mouth a little bit i think <laughs> kind of sounded like a little play. Uh, yeah kind of sounds like it yeah that's an easy misinterpretation yeah Throwing up in foreplay, yeah, they're pretty similar around here. Yeah, oh, yeah, all the time. Mm. So, Steambox, give give me a rundown because I still don't really know what the fuck a Steambox is. Well, apparently, we should know because CES was full of them. Uh, but there's gonna well, be why so many? So many. Uh, there's gonna. I, I I know for like here's a funny thing too. The controllers are proprietary. All the controllers are proprietary. They're they're all Valve. I don't think they're they're actually developed. It's the hardware itself that's 
essentially going to be determined by the manu- by the manufacturer and make. So let me let me get this straight. So the controllers are all the Steam controller, but they're yes. shipping with different kinds of Steam boxes. Steam boxes are essentially just PCs that were built by different companies. Do they have to have like a specific like you have to have this kind of RAM, this kind of you know CPU? Like, is there like a like a, a certain thing they have like a layout they have to adhere to? To be, there are, like, to be like, a Steam box? There are going to be like minimum requirements for a Steam box because it has to be able to play everything, right? But there are also like bigger, better Steam boxes as well for those who want to spend the extra cash to get a better performing machine. Uh, it's so it's the difference between 30 frames per second and 60 frames yeah. a second, basically, right? I, I just don't know why I couldn't just build my own PC and then buy a Steam controller. Well, that's just it, right? And I mean, it's not is that, like... Is that uh, basically what we're just doing here anyways? I basically mean, just consoleizing a PC, which has already been done with the PS4 and Xbox One. way Well, and here's the thing, too. Funny enough, okay, so they've gotten over 13 vendors and manufacturers in support of the Steambox movement. 13. Yeah. Uh, Valve has actually developed and released their own proprietary hardware... And that's actually going to, if, if anybody gives a shit about collecting, uh, so far the first run is going to be at a, uh, a staggering, you guys ready for this, at a staggering, actually it's already been ava- made available for beta testers, but not much more after this. So far they've released a run of 300 of their own internally developed Steam boxes. Other than that, uh, the biggest supporter is going to be Alienware, which to be completely honest, I mean if you're going Alienware, I see, like, especially when they they use air quotes, uh, you know, lightly uh, air quotes that it's going to be competitively priced with um, consoles. I'll tell you right now, I'm an advocate of Alienware. I all all of my Windows hardware is Alienware and you can call me stupid or whatnot and whatever, like you agree to disagree because I I just like the convenience of being able to basically have the because you gotta admit they're, they're they're fucking artisans of the craft when it comes to like pc building and so far the only thing that i've slightly ran any issue into is my laptop and even then i've already been able to get that shit corrective but even being a fan of the products and the and the make that is alienware there's absolutely no fucking way you can associate the two words competitively priced with alienware <laughs> not yeah. not in the slightest that's the biggest thing about alienware is that it's a bit of a money sink so competitive yeah. interest rates on this huge financing <laughs> you're gonna have on this computer yeah i'm still making payments towards my alien hardware i mean i i Five personally apr financing yeah i'm in exact i'm building credit fucking i it's just that that that's the sad excuse of an adult i am i could be building this credit towards real people things like cars <laughs> or <laughs> like real, jewelry real people yeah, but instead it's it's towards a a, a flashy fucking brand name uh, PC supplier. That computer I, carrying that thing around at PAX, I thought you could actually bludgeon somebody with that, dude. That computer, like fucking, I have never had back pain in my life, and that computer, like it carved like like I was a fucking Thanksgiving ham, like it carved <laughs> a crease into my shoulder. Like when me and Andrew part our separate ways. He like just saw a chunk of my shoulder fucking missing <laughs> just because of that bag. And what's funny is like carrying on that bag now, uh, the fucking like the leather like supported strap that goes like that part that's supposed to rest on top of your shoulder, it broke off. So I've got nothing but like that that fucking that strappy material. Um, 
nine yeah. line. Anyway. So, so allegedly, uh, there's this company called iBuyPower, and uh, yep. their Steam box is going to be pretty competitively priced and fairly powerful from what I uh, from what I understand. Uh, I guess Rich from Review Tech USA was going on about it a few days ago, and uh, you know, you know, given that he has extensive experience with really high end PCs, if he came away fairly impressed, then uh, you know, for five hundred bucks, you could do a lot worse. Oh, well, that's not too bad of a price. Um, and I guess like I would assume these Steam boxes are probably gonna come already like ready to do like the 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 big picture mode or whatever they were touting last year as a big thing. Mm. Uh, I would assume that's the case at least. So but, yeah, but we and like a lot of these names, I I you know forgive my ignorance within the PC realm of hardware manufacturer to begin with, but aside from Alienware, uh, you know being one of the more notable ones, and uh, I buy. Uh, the I buy power. There's also Cyber Power PC, uh, Origin. Origin makes some it. good PCs. Uh, yeah. we, 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 we've seen them at PAX <laughs> a few times, and those guys make some crazy PCs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gigabyte, uh, Material.net, uh, Web Holland, Alternate, uh, Zotac, Scan, uh, and Next. Uh, which again, like I said, really out of the out of that lineup, I recognize Origin, I buy power. And uh, Alienware and then Valve themselves, which, like I said, funny enough, I almost feel like like do you think this has been more of a thing that they can chase because they've outsourced it to so many different people or to, to manufacturers. So that's the thing. You got to imagine like what kind of cost you would meet. Like, think about it. If you outsource like parts that relatively can run the same kind of operating. So it's almost like an Android uh, sort of development, because think about it. Android. Uh, unlike Windows phones and, of course, a proprietary fucking mobile monster that is Apple, uh, Android runs through a different variety of makes and machines that use their own processors, their uh, basically their own cell uh, tech, uh, and yet they're still able to run a, a fairly like consistent OS among all that. Well, I, I, I kind of feel like that's that's their thing to try to make this the cheapest run that they can make. Steam boxes are going to be uh, Linux based, right? Uh, see, that's that, the thing. That, that's why I've heard in some instances, but I don't know if that's they, like Valve bought heavily into uh, the the whole uh, Linux thing. Like they've got some market share into it. They they've donated a significant amount of money into a, you know further development. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were all somewhat Linux based, and uh, and everything would be more or less ported over to that. But see, the thing I don't understand though is again, yeah, you have Linux, and even then, like the whole huh. the whole like the incentive, like really the draw, the appeal of Steambox is just the accessibility to these games that have never made it in a in a console market. And then the reality, it seems, is that a lot of these games are not ready out the door for Steambox compatibility. I mean, the Steambox is not the equivalent of an affordable PC with big picture mode. It is its own fucking thing. And not only that, like, which I, you know, I can see where they would try to make sense of it. Uh, Gabe has talked about how they also want to essentially utilize, like, that media box, uh, that philosophy to where they also apply 
apps. And here's the thing. I mean, like that's not stuff that they're even running on the on the client now for a PC or a Mac. So the fact that they're wanting to run like ex- external extensions, which I can see why not uh, like why they wouldn't. I mean, why the fuck would you get Netflix or Hulu apps on a computer that can access this shit? So, yeah, totally understand that would probably make more sense in a box. But I feel like those of us have already adopted or otherwise like gone out of the way to, you know, take advantage of them. Like, I-, I just don't feel like there there's a direction that they're they're fully like applying uh, the logic needed. So, I mean, this market like I, I just don't understand the market what the Steam Box is for. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, the Steam Box is supposed to be for those console only gamers that basically do their part to trash on the PC Master Race, and yet they still want to get access to the games that that aren't available uh, in their respective console markets. I kind of they- hate that term whole pc master ace is kind of a yeah, that, that's the whole point though <laughs> honestly yeah it is on troya by using that yeah and then the thing is is that the 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 means of accessibility and the gateway of entry being opened up to those to that demographic that never saw like any interest of of basically putting in the investment that's required to really get the most out of what mm-hmm. steam can offer isn't even going to be able to enjoy those fruits anyway in the quote-unquote convenient format that Valve is trying to roll out. Like, I, I just don't get it. I feel I like... Oh, I don't either, because I feel like if they're trying to adhere to the community that likes Steam already, there's no real point in trying to sell to them. People that are, like, hardcore about Steam and hardcore about PC gaming, they build their own PCs. They, they, they max them out already. They're already doing this stuff, you know, by themselves. It's a very DIY kind of approach to PC gaming always has been so this is really mostly i would assume uh, approaching the people that don't really want to buy just a pc from you know they go to their big box retailer and buy a pc they want to get something you know that's more of a gaming pc but they don't want to build one and if that's the case i mean they wouldn't know what steam was to begin with so like why would they want to go out to a store and say okay i need to buy the steam box that everyone's talking about like i just don't think it's gonna be like that I, well let's I, look I don't at know. let's look at like some games like cart life for example which was like a huge indie darling and like got a, a fair amount of notable success within the steam realm like that's gonna be one of the games that's just not compatible with i well, yeah well and also if these are gonna be linux based there's not a lot of steam games that are um available for linux right now or mac same for with that mac. matter yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's all pc and I, I honestly can't see these things being Windows based because then what is it? It's just a fucking computer. Yeah, like we have those already, you know. I, I yeah, I, I just don't think. And honestly, I think the demographic of people that are gonna buy a Steam box, like I said, are probably the ones that don't want to take the time to build their own PC, but they also don't want to just buy like an e machine and think that they're gonna be okay. I but then at that point, like then you'll say, oh yeah, we have Steam Greenlight, we have all these indie games you can support. I say, oh yeah, indie games like Minecraft, right? And, and see, it, even then, now Minecraft's pog- coming to my the mind. PlayStation Three. Like it, at this point, you know what I mean? There, there's going to be those few PC hits that that are going to find their ways on uh, find their way on console. But I mean, when people play games on PC, they're they're doing it to avoid. Their, I mean, basically, like I I feel like this entire movement is kind of going with a console mind frame of exclusivity. 
like those console, basically the people that don't want to put the effort to adopt the means that would properly run a, a, a PC infrastructure to get the most out of these games. And yet they're being marketed a box that doesn't have the utilities that would appeal to that exact same sensibility to begin with. It's kind of scammy. Yeah. Uh, and like I, I just I don't know like I'm looking at the, and like not only that it's also incredibly suspect like I understand that like CES is right off the bat I mean there there's a whole lot of stuff going on and it's and it's very early in the year so I mean it, it it's definitely I, I would say a, a potent strategy to uh, fucking, like, not show your cards all up front, but I find it really suspect that all of these manufacturers, not just one, all of these manufacturers, and, like, it's, again, it's something that's also, I don't think, going to help Valve's cause, because we've seen this shit before. Uh, These guys don't want to release their specs completely because they keep waiting to see what the other guys have to offer. So they're all being secretive, and yet here's one p pe- like it's it's one operating software it's one format that's basically competing versus performance on 13 possible hardware configurations this whole thing's going to end up with them fucking cannibalizing each other this shit happened already it's called the 3DO as stupid as that may sound between Philips <laughs> and Goldstar it did it, you know what i mean the same shit happened it's it, the the market space that you're trying to appeal to for the ease of accessibility, you're complicating it. It's only gonna confuse them. Which Steam box do I get? Which one will I like? And yet, and here, and they all use the same controller. Like at this point, people are probably just gonna base like a Steam box purchase on the sheer aesthetic design of it. Oh, I like the way that plastic looks, or that one's kind of shaped like it's from the future. Fucking like, I, I I just don't understand. I don't. I feel like everything in this entire movement, surprisingly, considering it's Valve, everything's being done so half-cocked. Mm. And, like, prices are varying from, like, four ninety nine to six ninety nine. Yeah, Like, you're out of... You, you are on an experimental strain of methamphetamine. If you think that's competitive <laughs> with the Sony PlayStation 4 or even the Microsoft Xbox One. Like, it, competitive in the sense that it's low-end? These people aren't like the con. What? No. If they wanted a low end machine to run what's probably already accessible in that market to begin with, they've had them for the last eight years. They're called the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. So, and they have a fucking giant library. So I, I, I just, I don't get it. I'm kind of hoping you got like, Sarah so far is kind of like, you know, like none of us have a reason to get it though. None of us. Maybe. Sarah, because like you're still running like a Linux based thing, so but even then, no, the Steam box. Oh, you dropped I've, Linux. Oh, yeah, a long time that computer died ages ago, years ago, even. Uh, I'm running Windows 8 right now, it's working really well for me, and I don't see myself needing a Steam box at this point. Oh man, if there's yep. one thing yeah. that I can say that the Xbox One has successfully done, it has made me despise Windows 8. 
Like I, I will, I, I, unless they do something radically different with the next revision, I am on Windows Seven Professional, and I will fucking live and die there. What? You will bury <laughs> my fucking corpse inside Man, of that goddamn. I just don't get all the hate for Windows. No, I'm, I'm with Sayer. I like Windows Eight. I don't mind it one bit. It is nice and stable. It runs nice and lightweight. It starts up in under thirty seconds. It's a fantastic operating system. Yeah, I'm running on SSD and I'm I'm booting up in eight seconds. Like it, it it's nice and it, it's easy to find stuff. Now, I mean, granted, I don't like the tile stuff. Like it's obviously made for touch, but I don't know. I don't mind it. It, it, it's, not, it, works. it, it it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not Vista. And everything that I had on Windows Seven works in Windows Eight. So like I've got Vegas going. I've got Studio Ten, FL Studio Eleven, Audacity. Acid, uh, the capture software for the Hapog uh, HDPVR, it all works. I have no real need to uh, to go out of my way to buy Windows Seven just to uh, to get what I had before because it works just as good as Windows Seven, if not better. All right, let me let me pull my fake teeth out for this one. Hold on a second. Ball, you youngsters. Bedrock mind. I'm sticking with Windows 7. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just sticking with it. Yeah, I, I mean, if you've got Windows 7, sure, stick with Windows 7. But, I mean, this came pre-installed with 8, and I don't mind it. Oh, it no. Works. I specifically, when I configured my laptop, I remember I'm just like, I've like, if you fucking even get Windows 8 near this configuration, like, oh, fucking, you will cancel this order and you will never hear from me again. Like... <laughs> Uh, Isn't yeah. it kind of ironic that we're talking about all these newfangled video game machines and yet you're so hesitant on change for Windows 8? That's funny. It, and you're Ooh. one to talk when it comes God. to hesitant on change. This is some. Okay. This is quite the role reversal. <laughs> put, some, put something cold on that, man, because I think he just got burned. <laughs> mm. Oh, I know, man. Mm. How does it feel <laughs> to be on this side of the fence? Mm. Uh, it's not, none too pleasant. But I don't know. It, fuck, man, like... That's the that's the one thing that I hate. I don't. I just don't like those tiles. Like, and like the snap feature for it. But you know, we're not going to turn this into more Xbox yeah, One talk. That's okay. <laughs> uh, as far as Steam Box is concerned, I don't. It, it's really it's just a matter of price. And I think if anything, what would make the most sense is to sell. Like I don't know. Because here's the thing. Like Microsoft's been talking about it. Sony has been slightly aloof about it, but like I still see like that, you know, they never they've always talked about it and uh, like Microsoft being open in some extent, Sony being aloof, Valve. I, I see like this being a good idea if it's subsidized. If we see like subsidized lease or financing towards it, especially considering on what conf- configurations, like speaking of Alienware, like I, I can see it being something to buy into but where it's at right now and even the promise of where it can be like i'm like i said i I just i saw a list of just certain stuff that wasn't compatible and like planet side planet side 2 is a wonderful example that game is an incredibly amazing and frenetic shooter blacklight retribution another example even though it's on playstation 4 what about those who don't have ps4s like, there's a way to get at it, especially if it has any cross-network play at all with anybody running Steam on a PC, which would be an even bigger incentive. These are games that are are just not able to make the cut 
for even the slickest of, of hardware configurations that are available in the Steam box. Why? I just I don't understand. These are the kind of games that will draw. These are the kind of games that will build the appeal that you need to introduce this very forward thinking and yet completely underutilized experiment that you're throwing into this mix. And if the history has taught us anything is that a congested hardware market is not fucking bueno for video games. I mean, like, do you got like the shield is still a thing. But you wouldn't know that. Game Stick is still a thing. You wouldn't know that. And you guys can give a bunch of shit to it, and you know you'd be half right. The Ouya is still a thing, but I, I, I at this point, I'd rather buy an Ouya than a Steam Box. And, <laughs> and, you, and you know, and you know, when I say that, that that means something. Yeah, but is like, it me or is uh, is like the Game Stick and the Ouya kind of like the Tiger Electronics handhelds of today's video game market? A little bit. I wouldn't go that far. I really love that goddamn Ouya. I do. But that, I, I got the chance to fiddle around on the game stick. Holy shit, they need to fix that thing. That, <laughs> that but like, they do not have, like, thank God, like, like I really feel like Ouya put some stability into the network that supports Ouya. Like, believe it or not. If anything, what they just need is, like, more games. That's pretty much it. They're, like, a lot of the new stuff, like Altonius that I mentioned and Bosses mm-hmm. Forever... A lot of that cool stuff, and even then, like more games like that, Dragon Cancer. That's where that's where like that little box really shines. So where it it takes these chances on games you wouldn't see otherwise. But yeah, Steam Box, and it's like it's really compared to the Game Stick. I mean, just fucking get a PC. And and to be honest, like is it just me? And I'm not too familiar, but isn't Big Picture Mode like slowly becoming more and more available to more games? Like I always see games that are, are, are ready and available to update because they're now get, being given the Big Picture treatment. Correct me if I'm wrong there. I don't know. No, I, I, well, that's what I was saying. I think I think the Steam Box will probably have that already incorporated. Like I, they're really kind of pushing for that. You should have your computer in your living room or hooked up to your TV, I guess, or something. I don't know, like just computers should be in a separate room. Like I, I think anyone that hooks their computer up to their television is those are the people that would probably want a Steam box. The ones that are trying to make it a console, trying to make it something they play in the living room. Like my computer's in a separate place. Like it's like that's where you do your stuff on the computer. You know, you play games on the computer, you watch videos on the computer, you do some other stuff for the computer. But you know, it's all in one room. It's a very, very dedicated place for it. I don't know. I'm almost kind of curious to buy into a Steam box just to see what it's at, but I feel like I'd be really redundant in doing it. Mm. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's some good financing options. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, I guess the press pause radio vote. What do we think on Steam box? I'm gonna go with uh, not right now. Yeah, not yet. No give, need for give, it. Yeah, give me a reason. Give me a reason, then we'll talk. But until then. I, I tell you what, if you tell me that Steambox comes out with Half-Life 3 already installed, then yeah, I'll buy a fucking Steambox. Just give me that goddamn game, you monsters. I guess on the one hand, uh, if you do have a Steambox and you got a bunch of titles downloaded that might be compatible with it, at least there's that. You'll already have a library to work with. Oh yeah, with. for sure, for sure, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I couldn't care less, to be yeah, honest. But not, I've, I've already yet. got a PC. Yep. Agreed. Well, episode end? Sure. I think we're at that point. Yeah.
All right, so if you like Press Pause Radio, episode 82, look at me. Look at me being punctual. Got it. Um, nailed it. Mm, uh, get that smack, some of that smack on my lips. Man, I'm in, you, you would think that I have some gross growth on my mouth from all this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I do think that, yes, correct. I thought this was common knowledge. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. Um, anyway, if you really enjoyed listening to this episode, which I can only assume that you did because you've gotten to this point, uh, you can review us on iTunes and and mm, uh, you can find us on Stitcher so you can get us on the go and freely subscribe to either platform or format of your choice. Uh, not only that, you can definitely take advantage of all the available social networks that we partake in. Because guess what? We've been we've been dropping them trailers on our YouTubes, and we got our play plays coming up. And Sarah's just getting that bullet heaven fucking busy, busy. Uh, not only can you do that, you can find our ongoings and uh, our upcoming upcoming plans and schedules for Game Fest. We're we're thinking about giving another stab at Blacklight. Maybe some payday. Definitely, definitely thinking about rocking some of that payday. Uh, and also, uh, we fuck it. We might even try lol well, again. Who knows? Oh lord. Probably not. But lol well, indeed. Yeah. Uh, but either way, we've got some game fest coming up. Definitely, lots of them play plays. Uh, trying to think of something new to stream because uh, I kind of like want to do something in in the on the spirit of ADQ. Or, I'm sorry, A A G. Uh, QD, AGQD, uh, which is Awesome Games Done Quick, which if you guys have not checked that out, go go to go to their current like effort and see some of the amazing things that they've done. So far, among all the other crazy games that they've speedrun, we have a man who's reached Mike Tyson in Punch-Out! Blindfolded, uh, two individuals that have split the controller functionality between two 64 controllers into one uh, cohesive interface between movement and shooting and beaten GoldenEye 64 in record time. And uh, we've got somebody that did a 120-star speedrun in Super Mario 64 with one fucking hand. Uh, huh. So, I mean, if, 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 if that doesn't sound like it impresses you yet, you're dumb! Uh, the, the biggest thing they did, the most impressive thing they did was they raised over a million dollars for cancer research. That's, in, that's in weeks. pretty insane. That's pretty weeks. insane. It's insane, yeah. and it's amazing. So please, I believe, you know, this is the last stretch that uh, AG... Uh, fuck. AGDQ? I, man, it's such a weird acronym. But, like, it's, it's definitely... Like, last year was impressive, but this year... This year set a whole new standard, and this has become a priority. And, man, it, it is such a fucking amazing movement. You guys definitely got to get in on that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and finish up with some house cleaning again, Twitter, Facebook, email us at mailbag at or call our voicemail at 469-PPR-TALK. Uh, let it ring, hear my sultry ass voice on the voicemail greeting, and then leave the message after the beep and we can play it on the show and respond to you like we did to those fine fellows earlier. Uh, also, if we can get Andrew to do some housekeeping of your own, we got a sister podcast that uh, we're putting, we're gonna pump some more exposure into. Tell, tell us about it, Andrew. Oh sure. Well, since James isn't around to you know blubber about it, um, so we normally play a campaign of Pathfinder, which is a kind of D and D Dungeons and Dragons uh, pen and paper role playing game. 
and we decided that we usually talk about games and just kind of bullshit anyways when we're playing so we just turned it into a podcast it's literally just a group of us hanging out playing uh, sometimes sometimes we play most of the time we just talk about dumb shit and that's usually bert's fault so learn to hate bert because everyone else does right now <laughs> hashtag um, hate bert <laughs> hashtag hate bert um but yeah no so we've been doing that now we just started up again with um uh, a new year and new episodes coming uh and i think we're trying to actually role play a little bit more we're actually trying to get more into our characters and we're just trying to make james really hate us as the dm so uh if you guys have any suggestions at all you know let us know because we we really want to make sure that james gets pissed off a lot so send those in too um yeah we'll try to flesh out stuff i mean we have a facebook fan page right now um that we can link in the show notes but we are going to try to get some more stuff and more content going with that yeah um, so and yeah and check and it check it out if you like not only that we're going to get the show finally in the main feed so that yeah. way you guys can hear yeah. it. I, I, I just figured out how to make an image on the podcast, so I'm glad I can figure <laughs> that out. Yeah. Um, we, we are media producers extraordinaire. Let let us tell you. I know the <laughs> internet. So, yeah, uh, definitely check it out. And if it sucks or if you don't like it, it's James' fault. Yeah. Hey, and uh, Sarah's already come up with some quite, some quite excellent hashtags. First off, I, I have to say that Hatebert totally sounds like a play on Dilbert. So we've got <laughs> Dilbert, Dogbert, Catbert, and Hatebert. Uh, then we've got some uh, hashtag Bert Hurt. That's uh, Bert Hurt. my favorite. I like it. I like, I like it. that one. So please, like, it, ha- it may have nothing to do with critical fail at all. If you guys just want to hashtag <laughs> at Press Pods Radio, all the hashtags you can about Bert. Like, fucking yeah, do like, it. It's great. Let, let's get trending, guys. Yeah, I would love, yeah. <laughs> like, Mark Wahlberg's prosthetic penis Bert. Like, if we can, like, hashtag that or something fucking... I don't care. These something within 140 characters, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like utilize all that. Instagram, like, something. Like, vine vine this poor bastard. Who cares? Uh, last but not least, we've got we've got definitely some some shoot... Shoot em, shoot em up. Shoot em up. Shmup em up. Shmup em up. Shmup em up. Sounds like a camp, doesn't it? Camp shmup em up. It will be now. <laughs> oh, no, we got to get we got to get the guy who played Donkey Lips to fucking guest star on the show. Nice. No, not. <laughs> <laughs> not so Come on, man, that fucking that show is filmed in your hometown and you're in your home, your country, your nation. Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, got to got to show that love. But uh, speaking of damn shmups, uh, right now we're still in the middle of the uh, the FC5. We're doing all Famicom games that never came out in North America. So couple more episodes into that and then then it's the road to 100 we've got some epic episodes lined up for that some really rare really expensive uh really obscure stuff lined up for the uh, the episodes leading up to 100 and maybe even a brand new dreamcast game that was just released interesting Ooh, i'm i'm excited then we've got our new features we've got late to the party uh, we're gonna bring back Never Forget Sondoria as we're gonna incorporate Final Fantasy 11 and 14 with some friends. Me and Andrew have a versus coming up between Samurai Gun and Towerfall. Mm. Uh, not only that, I mean, when it comes to play, play, fuck Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, Dive Kick, Jazz Jackrabbit, Half Minute Hero, Super Neo Climax Boy, Kirby's Dreamland 3. Uh, fuck, man, That's like a good one. Yeah, I mean. We we uh, super magnetic Neo. I mean, we we've got some play plays. Fucking Persona 4 Arena. Um, 
you guys got to stay tuned because we're going to say a lot of dumb shit and have fun with it. Neverhood Chronicles, Skull Monkeys, fucking it. Like, I'm really excited for some of the videos we've got. Also, subscribe to us if you guys want to take advantage of checking out some of the new video game trailers. Uh, we, we're, we're doing that now, too. It's, it's cool. It's all good. I think, I think that's it. Um, yeah. YouTube.com slash the PPR broadcast. Yes. Oh, and of course, follow us on Twitch as well. Because yes, again, yes. we've got we've got some games that uh, we'll be streaming. I believe, I believe Katie and I uh, will be uh, we're going to stream the Adventures of Willie Beamish that I was able to find on OldGames.com. So yeah, mmm, that's saucy. All right, um, this is Georgie Boy's axe. Uh, yeah, there's a train coming, guys. I thought for a second you were going to do a Balzrog impression there. Uh, oh. I, I wish. I don't think I could do it justice. Nah. Oh, man. He's family guy extraordinaire right now. He is, it's man. Just do, 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 doing it right for the family. Yeah. Good, good, good going. Man, Model that guy's, parent. That guy's hooding it up in the streets. Real talk mm-hmm. for the kids. Parent from the streets. Parent. Parental streets. Parental streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. All right, yeah, but I'm George. Toast. And Sarah. All right. You guys all go have fun touching yourselves. Good night. Bye.